yeah, so I figure I'll go down there and take a tour of the studio when I'm down there. Otherwise, I just said, oh, yeah, we're going to be at Winter Comic Con, so... You know, oh, I forgot that we're, we're a making thing. a swag bag. We're making a swag bag, so maybe you can toss in some swag for the swag bag. And I don't you know, think I don't think there. I've ever been to the, uh, the Windsor Comic Con. I, I what I'm worried about, especially with Windsor, is that I'm going to go there and go, "Holy crap! Look at that great cosplay!" No, Adam, that's just a hobo. <laughs> you're worried yeah. somebody's going to break into your car when when you're inside. No, I'm not worried about that for Windsor. I, it's just. I, it's it's not the breaking into cars that you have a problem with in Windsor. It's the drug addicts and and, and yeah, who break almost. into your car to try and get <laughs> money for drugs. No, I I've never been worried so about that. So let me tell you about Windsor, like Windsor crackheads. Okay, let me tell you about Windsor crackheads. <laughs> so downtown Windsor, right now, one of the things that they do to obtain uh, a high is apparently if you sniff uh, Freon. As in the substance that's in yeah. air conditioning units, you yeah. can get yeah. high off of that. Yeah. So downtown, there's like oh, uh, they're that. putting cages over the all the air conditioning units downtown <laughs> and in the homes around downtown. <laughs> and sometimes homeowners are putting them on the roofs of their homes, and yet they're still getting broken into by crackheads looking for a quick high on Freon. Sure, I've always said where, where there's a will to get high, there's a way. Yeah, and <laughs> you will find a way, even if you yeah. have to scale a forty foot roof. Sure, on an angle. <laughs> Yeah, and fuck it. Crack open, crack open a steel cage surrounding an air conditioning unit, and then use a screwdriver to stab at the Freon tubes. You can absolutely get high. First of all, I've done more for less. <laughs> but they've been, they've been, the fire department's actually That's had to pull like guys. That's impressive at this point. Yeah, yeah, but the fire department's actually had to, like, rescue guys off the roofs of buildings. <laughs> well... Because they get they, high and they yeah. can't get back down. I, I don't know where out. I don't yeah. know where it was. I think it was in Canada or like in the Southern Ontario thing. But there was a guy who tried to sneak into a restaurant overnight, like over a weekend, um, through the air ducts on the roof. Yeah. For like the vents. Nice. For, like, this. Nice. That's actually really common. That's by the way. yeah. I'm assuming I didn't know it was common. Apparently, yeah. It no is. people break into businesses. Mission Impossible. They think well, it's like Mission well, Impossible. Like, also, he drops down on the rope and he's dangling over the floor. It's not even just that. No, like most people will go. They'll scout out a business, and they'll notice like, hey, there's security on the first floor, but most places will not get security on the second floor, and that's usually where their safe is. So what happens is guys will scope a place. They'll be like, yeah, okay, there's nothing on the second floor. Then they'll go in through the roof, through the duct system, and then they'll they'll hit their place. I, I actually have, I actually have clients that that's happened to. Oh my god, that's that's unbelievable, man. That's crazy. Yeah, this just, guy got just stuck. Like, he got stuck in the vent awesome. over the weekend. He was there for over like a night or two. I, I don't yeah. remember the exact article, but he was there for a night or two. Oh, dude, oh, you wow. definitely, dude. If you're there for a night or two, you've definitely pissed and shit your pants. Oh, it rained. It uh, and oh, he was all like, he was all greasy. God. Oh, and, like, disgusting! It, the grease had you know covered him. Wow. It, and then he it had rained on him because it's open. Yeah. Or whatever, because yeah. wherever he was, he was, it was open. And I guess the only way he got saved was the store was closed over the weekend, but one of the other stores next door was was open, and they could hear. That's good. Wow. So this guy got, but it was funny because you know you get the you get the the firefighters there to pull him out, and the immediate first thought is, uh huh. <laughs> Clearly, we're saving a criminal. Like, oh, yeah. I saw I saw a guy on the roof, and 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 I ran up here, and I was. I was going to get him off the roof, and then I, I don't know what happened, man. I just I lost my footing. I, just, I, 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 I really wanted to be Santa Claus for this store yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it was something like that, though. Yeah. So some stupid excuse. So anyway, welcome to Rona Geek Official Podcast, episode 33. If you haven't gained now uh, the idea that there's more than two people here, the voice you were just hearing was Adam. Adam is back now. I, I come back and forth. I don't, I, 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 don't, I don't really like to commit to anything. 
Um, it's okay because I'm, this I'm is, committed to this, this relationship is, this is with a you guys. Ron, this is a Ronin Geek official podcast. This isn't Shogunate Geek official <laughs> podcast. Okay, you can roam around all you want, and when and when, and when he travels, to, bring I don't need to dedicate myself to the emperor. You got it. And when he travels, bring you back to us. Then then us Ronin gather here, and this oh. is and this is this is our layer. Well, well played, so, well yeah, played. I yeah, really that, like that turn. There, there. That's the first time in thirty three episodes we've talked about where the title of Ronin Geek comes from. Oh, is that so, actually the, the the intent? Well, yeah, we don't serve one master. We talk about everything. Yeah, we're not just a gaming podcast. Oh, we're fuck. not just a movie podcast. Uh, okay, I had I had not gathered that. I just I don't know. Uh, I just thought it was like Ronin are cool, and I, I it's well, more Ronin than an Lord name. Cool. <laughs> that's 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 exactly yeah. it. Is I, I was yeah. I was. I named it after the Frank Miller comic. <laughs> Is that the one where Batman punches someone with a tank? <laughs> Probably. It was right before that. Was, I think it was right before that he did that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is episode 33. So this is Alex Austin. We do have Adam who was just talking, and we also have... Rob. He's he's uh, he's, he's, he's got a lot of energy so today. Man, well, I'm so energetic. No, it's... <laughs> It's the sheer level of disappointment that he's experienced in this episode so far. I can tell just by looking at it. What you can't tell is he's sitting on like a sun chair laid back with a tequila in one hand and a margarita in the other. Well, yesterday was National Margarita Day. Or was it Friday? I don't know. I don't really pay attention to I don't drink margaritas. Anyway, so he's over there with his margarita right now. It's kicking back, really just enjoying National Margarita Week. Okay, can I experience what you guys are putting out? Because I'd be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so any, anywhere but freezing cold Windsor. Right? Okay, I'm leaning actually on a office chair sideways and drinking a Dr. There, Pepper. There was a, there was a CBC article that I saw in, <laughs> you know, on iPhone when you swipe left and you see, like, the, the little list of articles? Sure, yeah. Like, uh, news beats and stuff that's going on. One said, like... Uh, Canadians will be surprised by the sudden oncoming of spring weather. And I'm just thinking, like, that's the dumbest headline I've ever read in my life. Yeah. Nobody's going to be surprised by that because after winter becomes spring. <laughs> and, then, and then the temperatures do get more mild. It's not going to be like surprise when it goes from, like, negative 5 to, like, 15 in the course of a few days. Surprise, this- fuckers, temperature <laughs> shift. <laughs> Here's spring. Yeah. <laughs> At this point like, in time, I wouldn't be surprised about anything. It could literally rain ash, snow, yeah. and aliens, and I'd go, yeah, it seems a little par for the course for this year. What's going to happen? Like mass panic when it warms up a little bit all of a sudden by like 10 degrees? <laughs> oh, Severe looting. It is 10 yeah. degrees what warmer. What is going on out here? Shit. I need the TV. Smash the windows. <laughs> Fuck, I don't have my spring tires on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted, when it when it becomes ten degrees higher, I have to go outside with a cardboard sign that says "the end is nigh." <laughs> you don't know. Every spring, summer is coming. This is but the beginning. All of Adam's neighbors are doing a yard sale, and he's out there shouting at people and freaking waving at them with a sign. Fuck! Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, the, the, the worst part is if I did that, my neighbors would probably just look at me and go, "Yeah, yeah, that's Adam. That's normal. That's normal, behavior. Adam. Yeah, pretty much." Well, we do have a jam-packed episode today, so getting in, uh, getting into news items, we're going to cover a little bit of gaming news, including what's coming up for Resident Evil games on Nintendo Switch, Fallout 76, massive announcement this week, I don't know if you guys caught that, regarding content coming out throughout the year for Fallout 76. Uh, I think this could be an example of a game where they completely and utterly reinvent it, so similar to No Man's Final Sky, Fantasy. which we'll talk about. What's uh, that? Yeah, kind of like the Final Fantasy yeah. MMO. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Based, yeah, yeah, 14, yeah same idea. 14 Reborn. Yeah, and then, yeah. We kind of talked about that before. Then, yeah. yeah, No Man's Sky was a, a reinvention mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. So uh, but cool. I'll give you guys a detailed breakdown of each of those expansion packs and when they come out. 
So we got that going on in movies and TV news. We got Marvel's upcoming projects, one to three years. Kevin Feige was talking a little bit about it. Might have painted himself into a corner a little bit with some comments he made regarding Captain Marvel. We'll get a little bit into that. Uh-oh. You might find interesting. And then uh, we got to talk about a couple big Oscars wins from last night. So this we're recording on Monday. You'll hear this Tuesday probably or Wednesday. And then we had some big, uh, big wins last night, which is pretty exciting to talk about for the first time ever. Sorry, wait. Oscars happened? The Oscars did happen. Wow. What are these the Academy, called Oscars? Some call them the Academy Awards. Oh, I see. I always just assumed that everyone bought those things. So yeah. really, it was like who had the most money to shill out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean to insult the movies that are in there because I don't know. I don't really have an argument here. I, ju- I just really just go okay. I don't care. I like the movies that I like. I don't care what other people like. Well, I don't. I don't think the celebrities care if you talk about it. like if if you're detractors toward any of them. I and mean, these guys, they're out to party. For the Academy Awards, man, they go like, think about it. That's think about a good it. You're point. You're in your limo. You're 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 doing a bumper. You're doing a line in the limo. As soon as you arrive, you get out. You're riding high, man. You're there for the party. You don't give a shit about the awards. Well, I mean, maybe true. you do. I don't know. Meryl Streep does, I bet. But she but she might be the only one. Her, no, I think she's probably the most hardcore partier. Yeah, dude, I bet. Because they're like, not only is she a good actor, but holy fuck, she recovers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the next man. Day. Yeah. So she hits the wall. She hits the wall at like yeah. one one thirty a.m. She's the first one. To rebound right and yeah. she's like we're going in for another round people let's do this <laughs> yes, that's Meryl Street. yeah so that that's that's what that's actual history that really happened uh so you can, you can quote us on that and write articles about it whatever we're, you want to do to be fair that's about as, as accurate as the inquirer is at this point yeah it's true where it's true. the fuck did those come from what are you pointing the at forest spirits oh those are those are the kodama who inhabit this yeah they're, no. they're the spirits of this tie fighter when the <laughs> no when the fuck did they get here don't worry about when the kodama <laughs> They're They've always spirits. been here. You just never been in tune with the forest of of podcasts to know. They they glow in to, the dark. To, they too. never came to you. These Kodama glow in the dark. Yeah, you never found the forest spirit. They never came to you. So for anyone who hasn't seen the 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 hit Miyazaki film uh, Princess Mononoke, we're talking about Kodama, which are little cute little tree spirit guys who are in that movie. And then there are now five who inhabit this recording studio, and they live among Alduin the dragon and a first order Tie Fighter. I right. I can see the synergy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So cute yeah. little guys. Cute little guys. And this one's sitting, and this one's kind of cross-legged, and this one's standing and smiling. They're cute little guys, though. I like them a lot. So <laughs> so they're around now for good. <laughs> oh, look, they're breaking their neck in, in satisfaction. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they do a little, <laughs> little rattle little, their yeah. heads. Yeah. That's the only thing that's missing. I don't think they rattle. Oh. That would be actually a really good thing for your car. One of those things, like the little head bobber ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet you can find them, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's true. <laughs> All right, we'll get into some gaming news, guys. We'll cover some Resident Evil 014 news. So did you know that Resident Evil 0, 1, and 4, or Biohazard to our UK fans? Uh, no, I didn't know. Um, it's probably because I don't pay attention to the Resident Evil games. If uh, I wanted a scare, I would probably just look at myself naked in a mirror. Perfect. So, well, if you want a secondary scare, something even slightly less terrifying, so you can absolutely <laughs> check out these Resident Evil Zero and One remasters from the GameCube. That's the version that's being ported over. And then also Resident Evil 4, which I believe is also the, the GameCube version. But they're not remakes, though. They're just, like, remasters? Not remakes. Are they even remasters? That's Resident Evil Zero would not be, because that was originally a GameCube title. Resident okay. Evil 1 is a is a remake, because that was a remake of the original Resident Evil. Not a remake. Remaster. Re- ah. No, no, it's a full remake. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't so know if like, you ever played the GameCube like Resident one. Evil 2? It, no, it looks like it's still the top-down views, similar to the original Resident Evil, but the game mechanics, the art, everything has been completely redone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
So but some of the pacing seemed different in it too from the original. Some of the puzzles in okay. particular seemed a little bit different. So that's going to be Resident Evil Zero, One, and Four all coming to Switch on five. 21 of March, uh, sorry, May 21st. I think there's going to be a physical release of Resident Evil 4. I'll be too busy playing uh, the new Total War at that point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, so, w- I won't be playing any of these, but... Uh, Dynasty Warriors era Total War. Oh. Like, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, not like the accurate history, like the, the games. Oh, so they're going with that game series. Yeah, kind of. Oh. Well, it's based off a book. Okay. <laughs> I just remember it as beating up a billion dudes. Yeah, it's like that. Oh, but, okay, but in Total War. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you you'd probably like it. <laughs> I still ha- I still haven't played Total Warhammer, so and I really want to play that. How have you not played that game? Which yet? which Total War is it set in? Is it the Warhammer one that you're talking about? The new one that's coming up? What? Okay, hold on. Okay, no. So I'll I'm just gonna let's back up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's Total er, War beep, Warhammer. Beep, beep. Yeah, yeah. No, oh. no, that's not the name. Total Warhammer. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> It's not the name, but whatever. Anyway, so for, for listeners who couldn't see, Adam held up his hand like he was about to strike Rob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, one and two have come out, which you should get because they're awesome mm-hmm. right now. They've been patched really, really yep. well. Third one's coming out. Probably going to be getting a couple new factions with the third one. Looking at like the Ogre Kingdoms, Chaos Dwarfs. I'm going to assume that another human race will probably be playable mm-hmm. as well. And the demon factions. So, like, um, different four oh, demon yeah, armies. Warhammer's still going strong, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. And the other game you're fun. talking the about other is game. the new version of Total Warhammer, which is kind of now a, Not Warhammer, a game. St- just Total, Total, Total War. War. Sorry. Total War, which is kind of now just a game type rather than really a world in and yeah i was gonna say yeah because it started with with we talked about it before it started with like rome i think and then yeah yeah yeah, okay yeah yeah and now they're sort of going into a different era so now they're gone into a different book game slash okay yeah most of the time prior to warhammer they only did historically Mm -hmm. accurate Mm -hmm. more or less uh games where so it was like you know rome medieval and then we had like shogun Mm -hmm. And then it was there was uh, Caligula's Bathhouse Parties edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Actually, Shogun I think was the original. Oh, okay. And then Shogun Two came out. <laughs> I like how this way you just go. Yeah, I just, I just moving past. If I don't, I, I will just go nowhere. So I just have to hammer <laughs> that through was this. So good, man. Uh, anyway, the newest one takes place around the wars in China, but the romanticized versions of them, not the historically accurate yeah. versions of them. So you're gonna get characters like Lu Bu. Oh, that's cool. Hey, the more games yeah, you play, play like, there's version, a whole, whole bunch the, of. Whole yeah. So, like, you'll you'll have, like, the cool officers actually on the field, uh, as well as, like, the, the okay. bigger thing. So, like, first Can DLC... Can they still mow down a million worth yeah. of people in five first, seconds with one swing? First DLC planned is uh, Yellow Turban Rebellion. So, like, the first series of missions, which I'm sure you yeah. remember. Yeah, I played those Dynasty Warriors? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Dynasty yeah, Warriors, yeah. I yeah. played a lot of that. So, uh, is it the same publisher? Uh, no, that's, that's Koei Tecmo, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so this is technically Sega. I oh, think. yeah. I think you're right. I think it is. The creative, creative Assembly makes it right. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia. So 
that's uh, Resident Evil news. <laughs> Along with Total War news now. I'm, so. yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a huge Total no, War No, I had no so. idea about Total War. So that's huge. I love Total War. Um, and then Fallout 76 is coming up. Uh, so, obviously, it was a 2018 game. Didn't come out to great critical and fan reception. Had a lot of problems with it. So, there was kind of an interesting... And, and let me pull up the actual thing here so I can so I can read it off to you guys. So there was some verbiage used by Bethesda to kind of describe... The journey that they've been on so far. Did they start game? with, we're sorry, we fucked up, we apologize, let's try this again? They're usually not pretty... in so many words, but actually, you're not. You're also not really that wrong. So just let me pull yeah. it up here for whatever reason the link Co- Some companies have gotten pretty good at uh, acknowledging when they fucked up, so... I, I, I Not of, all of them, but... I, I think because now I'm in, you know, I, I'm an adult now and I'm in a work environment where I realize that mistakes happen, yeah. even big, large mistakes like that. And I don't look at a game like Fallout 76. I look at it and go, yeah, you done goofed. It, it, it was nasty. But if they're willing to put in the extra work and fix it, mm-hmm. yeah, they, I, I no longer hold it against them. They, they no. say, yeah. Bethesda actually says at the beginning of this article, so this is the official announcement for the three DLC packs that are free for Fallout 76 players coming up this year. Yeah. Uh, they say, we know the game had a difficult launch and we've made mistakes along the way. We share in your frustrations when we do. Uh, we'll probably make a few more, and when we do, we'll work to correct them as quickly as possible. So it, it, they're they're clearly openly yeah, sort that, of commenting see, on the fact that they know they have a buggy game on their. I have here. more more faith in that, yeah. than I do in somebody who fucks up and moves on the next. That's game. Yeah. all players ever wanted. They didn't want they didn't want a company who promised them I don't know whatever it was the burlap sack the thing the special edition came in the first time and then they want to send you like a crap polyester version. Well, or think whatever. about it. Like, That's I mean, the kind of company they were acting like. Yeah, exactly. So they're they're wising up, which is good because I mean, like even think about it. When Skyrim first launched, it was plagued with bugs. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. But goddamn, we love that game. Yeah, well, that game is not gone away. Even now, there's a lot of glitches in that game that just don't get solved because, as far as I'm aware, especially with Bethesda games, there is a certain balance of listen. These are massive ass games. We expect bugs. We accept them. This is there for whatever reason. Bethesda gets away with it. Because of the scope of their games. They get away... Think about it. Breath of the Wild, to my knowledge, really wasn't all that buggy, but it's just as big as Skyrim. Yeah. So... Yeah, basically. Interesting point. Yeah. <laughs> Bethesda gets away with it for whatever reason. I don't really... Probably because they I were think, the first I think it's it. also the difference between a first-party and a third-party publisher. I think first-party published titles from, from Microsoft, Sony, and, and Nintendo typically come out, and they're basically flawless from a technical standpoint, right? Yeah. I, I They also I, have a bigger QA. Uh, oh, swarm. that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. So, I have to admit I'm, I'm upset at the, the new age of put out a game, we'll fix it later. I, I yeah, hate yeah that I hate feeling, that. Yeah, yeah. But I also understand it because there's on one hand, there there's the benefit of certain games where, hey, we broke a game, let's put out a content patch and fix it. And then there are other times where you can tell they just pushed it out the door and figured they'd DLC it later. Yeah. I hate that mentality. If they meant to do the, it right the Ubisoft and fucked mentality. up. Yeah, the Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> if they meant to do it right and just fucked up, I can, I don't know, I give them credit. It's fine. Yeah. I, okay, clearly you've proven to me that you fucked up and, and you recognize that, yeah. so you've tried to fix mm-hmm. it. I, I can accept mistakes. I don't accept um, yeah. purposeful horribleness. Interestingly, they yeah. go on to say, we hope you'll keep sharing your thoughts with us on the forums, Reddit, in videos, and streams. Your voices push us to do better, and your support has meant everything to us. We'll do our best to earn it. So, in regards to the 2019. I'll content. take it. I'll yeah. take it, yeah. So, interesting. So, there's three big DLC packs coming up. Some of these things they sort of tout as, you know, this is a thing that could fundamentally change the game, and then some of the things are just content packs, a new quest missions, things like that, that happen within the world. From the people that have. have played the game that have talked to me, because I have honestly not played it yet, 
and um, they've told me this. They said, you got to know what you're getting into when you're getting into that game. You're not getting into a Fallout game. Right. Not, you're going into a Fallout-themed game. Right. And they said, as a multiplayer experience with a good group of friends, it's actually a solid game. And yeah. you'll get your money. The raids worth. sound fun. Yeah. Like, the raids sound like a really good time. Like, it's actually a lot of fun. Where the game becomes shit is when you encounter trolls. Yeah. Shit like that. Like people who are just like, I've hacked the game and I got 75, 76 nukes and I'm going to drop yeah, them it's, on Yeah, it's you. a game rife oh, yeah. with griefers, yeah. I think. Is right. Basically what's going and I think on, that yeah. once that clears up and the game gets some more content, I think it'll be a solid purchase. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. So I'll, I'll be getting it in 2019 for sure at some point. I probably PS4. will too, to be honest. Yeah, just, uh, just to check it out and see what's up. Uh, if you're but, getting it for PS4, actually, I might, I might instead of getting it for PC, I actually yeah, get it for we'll PS4 wait for like a summer well. sale to come up and, yeah. and hit it up on PS4. But yeah, so the first pack that's coming out is called Wild Appalachia, and that actually releases in spring 2019. No specific date given, but such is often the case with DLC. Mm-hmm. So uh, it says, let's see here. There's gonna be new quests. So something called Sheer Tower, one called Ever Upwards, uh, which is interesting. So it, it actually sounds like they, these take place in areas that are pre-existing in the game, so they're just adding new content into those spaces. Yeah. Maybe spaces that weren't uh, utilized before. Well, I think one of the complaints was that it's a big world, but it's empty. Okay, then I yeah. Thought, yeah. I heard that that was one of the complaints. That's got to so be That kind of makes then. sense well, to just shove more data and more stuff, and that's... Error. Right, yeah, and I think that that's kind of par for the course for a couple things. Like, with um, other Bethesda games, it's been, okay, we're going to open up a, like a new island area where you go to and you do some yeah. DLC shit and whatnot yeah. and you come back to your main area and fine. But I think um, but this, because it's not really a, a, as clean an option, they want to try and just, because they have such a massive map, mm-hmm. like you said, fill it out I think is the priority here. Yeah, And then, uh, and I think as they do that, like you said, there'll just be more stuff to do. Yeah, and also just giving players more content that they actually want to see. So for people exploring this world, I, I think it's accurate to say that they're going to be into the lore from the region as well. So the first the first set of missions, Sheer Terror, is actually based upon cryptids uh, that are said huh. to exist in and around Appalachia. So I'm guessing it's going to be things like you know the Kentucky Goblins and Mothman, which I think Mothman's already in the game, and <laughs> things like that as well. So it's going to be really interesting to see in that what sounds like a in. like a sea hero. Dun, 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 Mothman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like the tick kind of thing. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, except he's a sign of ill portent. Yeah. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> you don't believe in Mothman? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. Come on! All hail Mothman! Uh, yeah, woo, Mothman, Mothman flies in on Mothman. You know, like, the okay, this is clearly a fanfic. Stop. He's a man who is also a moth. <laughs> it's like a 1960s fanfic. <laughs> Mothman takes my gentle wings and caresses <laughs> not that kind of fit. <laughs> oh is that not what you're going for <laughs> no, no oh okay my bad i was i was thinking like the lusty argonian mothman oh dude the lusty argonian maid it's the second <laughs> time that's been referenced on this show it's a great it's i a great love hilarious. the lusty argonian maid <laughs> both volumes equally <laughs> It's a great series. Is there one in every fall? One in every Elder Scrolls? I I, I don't know. Yeah, um, dude, I, I'd be so glad to find if there was. Oh, I should. Actually girlfriend know. Amanda knows because she literally knows every corner of that game. At I should point, actually she can program know. it herself. And then there's also uh, going to be legendary vendors added into the Wild Appalachia, uh, new scrapping uh, locations and gear. You're going to be able to take uh, legendary gear to the legendary scrapper and trade it for other legendary gear 
Uh, say if you have extras or something you don't want, you just want something different. There's going to be new camp decorations, player vending, and a functional camera. So I don't know what the, if that's just As opposed else. to a dysfunctional <laughs> that's camera. That's what I was thinking. It <laughs> might actually be dysfunctional camera. <laughs> well, what is a already. functional camera? <laughs> so they're going to back to the Fallout mode before they were using the Capcom camera. For some reason that nobody ever figured out. <laughs> the old Devil May Cry yeah, Resident yeah. Evil cameras. Yeah. Wow, here's a picture of a wall. Hopefully you can get through this hallway. <laughs> yeah. And there's uh, apparently going to be brewing and distilling, so you can now brew your own Nuka Shine. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, buddy. So you're going to be able to collect new recipes to be able to use as well. There's going to be a new seasonal event called Fasnacht Parade. So it says, chase away old man winter and quicken the coming of spring with the ancient festival of Fasnacht. Join the celebration and complete this new limited time event to earn unique rewards in the form of festive Fasnacht. I've yes. got to see how these words are because they. Fasnacht you were German. You were tripping me out with the pronunciation. Fasnacht. <laughs> well, it looks, it's a German-looking word. To be I can't fair, see it from here. <laughs> I highly suspect that the people that are doing that event will be highly surprised at how fast spring comes. Yeah. <laughs> it will shock them. It will shock when them. it warms up like ten degrees. Like, where the <laughs> hell did this come from? So, and then uh, there's a new game mode called Survival. So, this all-new game mode brings a higher-stakes PvP experience with fewer restrictions, increased rewards, and new challenges, plus all the original content of Adventure Mode. So, whatever that means. Yeah, good for them. I'm not going to harp on any game for adding content and fixing mistakes. I will never do... I, I used to do that. Yeah. But I no longer. Well, it gets even more ambitious sounding because when Nuclear Winter comes out, which is the summer DLC pack, uh, fucking this, of course it is. Yeah, this is so. The first thing listed is new game mode, Nuclear Winter, and it says an entirely new way to play Fallout oh, 76. Oh fuck! Is it a battle royale? Completely changing the rules of the wasteland. I bet it's a battle royale. Oh, that kind of upsets me. Like deep down <laughs> in my core, I just I. You know what? It's probably going to be. I'm not a fan of Apex. No, I I agree. I I, I haven't. Oh, you played, tried it? I I've played it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I okay, played cool. it a fair amount. Cool. I have, I I actually am terrible at the game. Uh, is the only battle royale I'm... I've done poorly. In. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't good at Fortnite either. Um, and that's probably what lends to my my hating of the game. But no, it mm. just it doesn't. Something about the game feels like it's there's something missing. You know what bothered yeah. me about it was it has the you know the character differences of Overwatch, yeah. right? The, the classes system, if you will. I hate that, by the way. Okay, I, I like that in Overwatch, but Fair enough. but it's also got the battle royale. But the problem is, is it's got these. You know, they're trying to do these these ca- these caricatures, these artistic yeah. characters. Yeah. But as far as I can tell, I haven't played it. I've just watched a lot on it, mm-hmm. and all the art is kind of reminds me of Gears of War. It's gray and metal. Really? Because a lot of people call it like the most colorful game. No, Fortnite and Overwatch are the most colorful <laughs> games. Those are colorful games. Yeah. Apex is gray. Yeah, oh, look, it's got a blink, blinking green light. Oh, don't you like the color? Well, fuck off. That's not color. Uh, I've seen maps where like there are buildings I've, and the buildings are all Is just, it because they're all supposed to be like having played soldiers? Them? And maybe that's why it looks more like I, metal? I, I suspect so. I yeah. suspect it was a design aspect. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like Pixar. It, it feels, so. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a more saturated version of uh, Titanfall. Yeah. Well, but because it, yeah, based off Titanfall. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, I- exactly. But yeah. yeah, but that's really what it feels like to me. Yeah. Hmm. So it doesn't feel too, like, colorblind, like you're saying. But at the same time, I don't know. The game itself just, it feels like it's you're missing something. You're also colorblind. That's not how colorblindness works. <laughs> he doesn't see any colors ever. That's, mo- that's like, monochromatics. 
think. Yeah, yeah. No, but your colors are mixed up. So you have a hard time discerning reds and purples. Yeah, but I see them. But just as the versions of his colors that he sees. Yeah. Just like some some, uh, some color blindness only affects like orange and green. Right. So imagine like if you had a slider, right, that moved between yellow and green. Sure. And to you, you can differentiate between the two. But for me, it's like somebody's got their fucking hand on that slider, and they're like, is it green or is it yellow? So but that slider doesn't stay the same yeah. for you? Like, no. It's not like, okay, that consistency of that color, it, it doesn't, it's not described as the same green that I'm used to, but it's... No. Well, this, this is why no, it's Rob constantly is, changing yes, and yeah, shifting. Yes. This is why Rob is constantly oh. slamming into people at intersections. Yeah, okay. so All the time. Just all yeah, the time, yeah. Well, yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> but no, like if there's a if there is a, a stark difference, like there is with traffic lights, like I obviously see them differently. Plus, I can tell when they're not fucking the same light. Yeah, yeah. the lights actually physically switch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair but, enough. Uh, but yeah, no, that's actually that's how more accurate of what color. Like I didn't know it was like a slider switch that constantly changed. I thought yeah. it was more like okay, well, your like, purples like, weren't purple as you and I see purple. I'm they not saying like a kaleidoscope a though, right? But like no, when no. I look at something and then I go away and I do other things and I come back and I look at it again, it may be mm. different. Oh, okay. That's yeah. how I see the world. But it's it, a kaleidoscope like it, a fly. But the thing is, like, I don't notice Only when I'm on shrooms. I don't <laughs> notice that difference necessarily though. Oh, okay. So that's that's the weird thing, right? My brain fucks with me. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of brains fucking with you, so now we're going to get back into Fallout 76 expansions. <laughs> there's still more? Yes, there's so much more. That's what I'm saying. So right, I'll, back I'll, in my day. I'll be here fucking till Yeah, night. yeah. No kidding, man. Wait, so Wastelanders? Nuclear Winner also inc- also includes uh, what's called Legendary Players. So all new Prestige system will allow players above level 50 to become legendary, resetting their characters with all and new more powerful abilities. With all new stats and more powerful abilities. You know, so, at this point, with how much expansions they've announced and discussed, it sounds like they're going full bore into it, and I'd almost feel really bad if that, you know, first over overhaul rework expansion yeah. fails, because then they're fucked. <laughs> you know what it is? It's turning into Fallout Diablo. Well, guys, it's not done yet, because the Wastelanders expansion pack, which comes out in fall 2019, it says... It is our biggest and most ambitious update for Fallout 76. So back in the last one, we saw that there was a game mode that would fundamentally change the rules of the game. And then now we're just getting to, in fall of this year, we'll be getting to Wastelanders, which apparently is the most sweeping change for the Wasteland. Uh, So it says it will include new quest line, new factions, new events, new features, and even more surprises. But there's not much else yet. So I'm guessing more more details of that one will come along once the other two are out. But uh, yeah, it looks like the first one is easily the most realized. But they're they're touting massive changes to the game. Yeah, that's massive additions. Huge list. Each one of those. So uh, so take it as good news if you like the game. If you're not into the game yet, also take it as good news because it could change the game enough that it makes it more accessible. I would say they really can't make it worse than it already is. Oh, they can. Oh, well, they can. okay. You're right. I, you're right. They can, <laughs> but ultimately, I don't think it matters because yeah. I think they want to make money on this game eventually. Yeah, so, I yeah. think there is nowhere to go but up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You really have to fuck it up to make it go worse. This feels like it's like a super big old like the the follow boys in there. Give me the finger guns, like. Just you wait, buddy. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> so, but I, I, I call me skeptical, but I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Well, my question is, so is this turning into, just like we talked about before, Final Fantasy uh, 14? Was it 14? Realm Reborn. Yeah. Yeah, fair, yeah, Final Realm Fantasy Reborn, 14 then, was uh, like a whole new no install. Sky. It was a whole they new They wiped game. out the game, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, not exactly. They reworked the shit out of it. 
I, I played both versions, I know. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was a new installer and everything. Yeah. It wasn't just an update pack. It was, well, yeah, okay, whatever. What was, but like, I mean, on a fundamental level, what was the games. biggest thing they had to change about that to get players bought back in? Uh, made it not bad. Okay. In all honesty, you know what it felt like? It felt like you were playing the um, the beta pre-patch before the game actually launched. Interesting. That's what it felt like. It just felt like an incomplete game. Yeah, it felt okay. like you were you were missing... It felt like you were missing about six months of development. Imagine it's so weird. It's, they, yeah, like it's made it, by like, people who made Final Fantasy Eleven. That's presumably. that was the problem. Is that it felt like a step backward uh, from Eleven. That's what it felt like. Yeah, and it and it was weird because you couldn't exactly place it right on the nose. But when if you see, if you actually participated in the original fourteen launch, and then you've played fourteen as it is or as it was when Realm Reborn came out. There is a drastic difference. Hmm. It was weird because there were a lot of things that were not changed, but then there were things that were just like it was night and day. Okay. So it was it was neat. It was a very impressive uh, recovery. Yeah, yeah. It was. And mainly because they they apologized and they actually just redacted the game. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. There was a video of like the owner coming out and the Japanese man when they do an apology, they do an apology. Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's serious. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's bad. Their news. failure is like they take it hard. Yeah, uh, they, but they. So they, Bethesda's it, it was not good, a though. Japanese company. No, no, I take it. no, <laughs> no, no, no. They drop nukes. There's a big <laughs> yeah, difference. Yeah, they do there. drop nukes. I think yeah, the man. inspiration is clearly visible. <laughs> <laughs> By duke, do you mean enormous dump? <laughs> <So>. uh, <laughs> not exactly. I was making more. It's bad joke anyway. Yeah, yeah, Hiroshima. Yeah. I well, I made joke. it worse. Oh shit! <laughs> you didn't catch that? How no. did you not catch right, that? Literally right over my head. Literally right over my head. Yeah, for All them right. too, and then oh, you know. On that, on that note, we'll go, we'll get a transfer over to the news now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so we had one of our our players go. Hey, I may not be able to make it to the next session. Of I which have game? What were you playing? Pathfinder. Okay. Our, our, our Saturday yeah, session. Yeah. And he goes, I can't. I I may not be able to make it depending on circumstances because I have a funeral to go to. So I've either got to go to the funeral or the wake. I think. Is, yeah, the wake. Yeah. The, yeah. the party. Um, and I kind of took it when when I heard that. Usually, if you care about the person, you go to both. Yeah. So I, I read into that and went, okay, well, if he's only going to one or the other, it's a distant someone right. that he knows. So I made this kind of untasteful joke of, oh, you could go to that funeral or you could come to ours and make your own grave. In email. <laughs> oh my god. And, and no one said anything. Oh it was just kind of dead god. silent in the emails. And eventually Rob just responds back with, well, that was fucking dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I do remember this now, yeah. It's like, I'm not sure if that was absolutely hilarious or whether that was just poor taste. I, oh, I laughed. I'm not going to lie. There was laughter on my end, but it was just like, damn. <laughs> I, I, I took a gamble on it because, you know, the, the fact is, is yeah, yeah. You're not, you're, if you really care about the person, you're going to go to one or the other. No, I think if anyone saw that, they'd be like, it's classic Adam, just move the fuck along. <laughs> I was discussing that like they did. Yeah. I was discussing that with my wife. Is that for whatever reason I get I get away with things that other people don't? I it, don't know why. It, no, it's um, 
okay, there was the, uh, it's expectation, right? <laughs> if somebody expects some kind of uh, thing, it's not shocking. So whenever you come up and you say something that's, like, just, like, atrocious, like, socially, everyone goes, yeah, but it's fucking Adam. <laughs> so, like, it's not surprising. That's like saying, like, oh, shit, Anthony Justin, like, did something mean. It's like, yeah, no fucking shit. This is the same guy who was tagging his friends on vagina pictures on Facebook yeah, in the early exactly. days. <laughs> like, I was, was a young man at those times. He's now no longer on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, you, you have become... You've become more tempered over the years in the sense, like, you're, you're not as, like, as much, like, I'm going to shiv you with this knife <laughs> as is, like, you, you're just slashing people now. But for people who are not ready for that, they bleed the fuck all over the place. Everybody else is like, yeah, okay, we got the stab vest. We're good. <laughs> it's just a trail of victims. <laughs> so it's not wrong. It's crazy. <laughs> So we'll get into some movie news here. There's been uh, some, some news coming from uh, Kevin Feige, of all people, who's been talking uh, in the midst of the lead-up to Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame. So coming up here, one in March, uh, it's Captain Marvel, and then Endgame comes out. For some reason, I May. thought Marvel already came out. I don't know why. I was thinking that. Because I no, think there's like a lot of news around Endgame it. already came out? No, that Marvel comes out like a week before oh captain, captain marvel. marvel yeah, yeah. captain marvel sorry with the whole name of the brand versus yeah, yeah, name yeah, of the yeah, hero yeah, yeah. fair enough uh, the, Cap- wait, captain- the whole franchise came out all yeah. of it all at yeah, once never, it came out of the closet yeah. it's, we found captain, out. captain marvel and um sorry captain marvel and shazam both come out in march so dc's next big property yeah, March as well. So that'll I, be interesting. A lot of a lot of DCs starting to go into into this weird recovery mode, but I'm interested to see how Shazam does because it is very much not the staple right. standard. Right. How they've been. The trailers doing look good. Movie. Looks solid. I, th- I think I think I'll thoroughly enjoy it. It, it looks like a, it's a superhero meets uh, coming of age. <sighs> no, there was a movie. I'm just not. I'm not thinking of it. Super bad. Oh, <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> that that would actually be funny if it was closer to like a comedy. Yeah, good. well, I, I think it, it's going to be very yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as I can tell from the, that's good. Look, if look it at is the success of the Deadpool films. Yeah, if it's not comedy based, yeah, I to me that's a failure of the trailers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trailers make it look hilarious. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, well, that's always the. Yeah, I always hate that whenever the because they give the trailers to somebody and they do a trailer edit as opposed to like somebody who actually knows what the fuck the movie is. Well, about. that's kind of like what happened with uh, Cabin in the Woods. They didn't know how to market that thing. They did not know how to market, so it was marketed yeah. as a flat horror. And then a lot of no. people I went to know no. went to go see that. movie. That was done on purpose. Okay, well, maybe, the whole film was a misdirect. Yeah, maybe yes. it was done on purpose. But I went to see it with um, what, Sam. She's huge into horror films. Yeah, and I was at the time I was I was going to date her, so we were. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was our first date. Was to go see that. That's movie. hilarious. And you loved it. She uh, hated it. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I went in there going, I I, hate, I don't like horror movies. Yeah. So I went in there going, I'm going to do it for this girl. Whatever. I went in to you know just go on a date. <laughs> the payoff would have been so great. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I, I'll man up. I don't care. I'll, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And we went in. And we come out, and I've just got this huge smile on my face. Like, that was the best movie ever. Yeah, for a nerd, it's a huge treat. <laughs> exactly. And for her, she's like, that wasn't what I expected. I'm like, you're right, it wasn't. It's it was great. It took, <laughs> just because it took an awesome, nerdy turn. So, yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was it was really almost cool. right off the bat, too. Like, immediately, yeah. the first the first cue you get is, yeah. holy shit, this is part comedy. Yeah. So, I, 
that's what I'm talking about with trailers. Like they could. I, I think my Amanda genuinely disliked it as well. Oh. Once she realized what it was about. So up until that point, she was good with it. And then once once they kind of came out, like, oh, this is kind of like an all monsters movie, kind of sci fi ish, oh. you know, turn to, you know twist toward the end, and, I, and that's that's when it. That's where she went wrong with it. I, I, yeah. I think I think that's a, that's kind of par for the course because everybody I've dated that I've shown that movie to is always the same reaction, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a horror movie, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. It's definitely not. That's oh, great. What, but, what, is, what does your wife think about it now? Oh, she, she. Oh, first of all, Sam Green is not the person I went to go see it. With. Obviously, it's not yeah. my wife. Um, my wife Amanda loves it. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she likes. Okay. It. She, she likes it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. She's not as care about it as, as I. I was am. just curious if all women named Amanda just weren't into it, or. Oh no, no, no Amanda. <laughs> like, she, she found it was hilarious. Yeah. She, she loved the merman and yeah, yeah, and everything like that. She, oh, it was she, the best. It was so horrific. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> so good. That was such a great sell. <laughs> Like you know, the, the money shot of the merman. <laughs> so anyway, they, uh, Kevin Feige's been asked so. about Marvel projects within the next one to three years, and unfortunately, he doesn't have much to say. He's being notoriously tight-lipped. He has given us a few clues, though, right? So we know for yeah. sure that Spider-Man's coming up. Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be this sure. summer. We know for sure that there are other projects in the works, just not which ones, right? So it is mm-hmm. highly likely, just based on deduction, that likely we're going to see a Doctor Strange sequel. That likely we'll see a Black Panther sequel. So these are both successful films in their own right who have yet to see a sequel, so it makes sense. Am I the only one that thought it would have been really cool? And there's a small degree of, Sony, you done goofed, um, to a small degree. Which is, I would have really loved for Marvel to give everyone the impression. I mean, it's hard to do, I guess, in a day of the the world of the internet. To try and give the impression of, um, work very hard at it, there's going to be no more movies after Endgame. This whole thing, no, this is Endgame, man. This is the end of the world, like. Yeah, We're all fucked. That would have been smart marketing. Happened. No, I, I, because obviously you still have to film and you still yeah. have to write, and people will know what's going on. So, yeah. I, 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 I grant that. I you, think the you trouble just happen. comes from just the size and scale of these productions, yeah, right? Yeah. So there's like 1,600 people who worked on like the Avengers Endgame. That's a massive amount of people to have to keep tight-lipped about yeah. a project. Could never happen. Stuff leaks, right? Stuff is just going to leak. So that that's why they kind of get out ahead of the leaks. The whole you know Mark Ruffalo thing that was going on yeah. leading up to the trailer for Avengers Endgame, which I think was all just a publicity stunt. True. So anyway, some other clues that, that that are out there sort of point toward Guardians Three that's currently in production, and apparently uh, this is what he said: director? is that there no director yet that that he's named, but it is using uh, James Gunn's original script. For Guardians of the Galaxy three, so apparently James Gunn is a bad enough guy that now we got a shit can him and he's not allowed to direct anymore. But it, but oh, he's, he's an okay enough guy that we can still use the script to tie that the story. That is so fucked. Yeah, I know, isn't it? That is that. Make, <laughs> Come you, on. Well, you already know my opinion on the matter. Oh think, yeah, you I know my opinion on the matter. I think yeah. it was a terrible fucking decision on Disney's part. Oh totally. But on top of that, guys, the fact- we're, we're you can't say that because we're 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 middle class white men. You can't have an opinion. About we can't Disney. have an opinion about this topic. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> They're still anyway, my money. So, <laughs> Oh, man, it's just... Okay, I'm just going to get too mad about it. I'm not even going to bother <laughs> I mean, going no, we, we got fired up about this on the last episode as well, or two episodes ago. We were just yeah, talking about it yeah, as well. Yeah, it was just... So, uh, so strange things now... He's he, doing he Suicide was, Squad 2 now, by the way. Good. James Gunn is directing. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what Actually, I said. So uh, Margot, Margot Robbie came back just because he's directing it. So she was out, and now awesome. she's in. Yeah. That, that has been everyone's good. reaction, by the way. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he makes... If you watch all of the history of his movies, he makes good team-up movies. Oh yeah, yeah totally. that, he makes he makes he does good ensemble team up movies. Yeah, and what else is is Suicide Squad? That's the definition of Suicide. I'm Squad. just happy that DC's get finally got a a, a director. I can just imagine <laughs> there is some guy in a boardroom, <laughs> right. you know, who are going to get to direct this thing because they're all they're all dumpster fires. And then someone goes gets a tweet 
hey, James Gunn's fired from Marvel. Get oh, him. Thank fucking. <laughs> yeah. Thank fucking Christ. Yeah. It's like some some intern Hired with the shit a, out of that guy. Some tw- some intern with a Twitter account just got a promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, how about we hire uh, James Gunn? It's like James Gunn. Marvel's got him locked down. There's no way we'll get him. Well, he just got fired. Get him, uh, <laughs> guys. Uh, James Gunn changed his status from in a relationship to single. Get him. <laughs> hey, what are you doing tonight, James Gunn? Yeah, pretty, pretty. It's a nasty breakup too. Oh my god. Yeah. So he did paint himself into the corner a little bit, though, Kevin Feige, with some comments that he's made uh, regarding Captain Marvel. So he has said, these are his words. I actually don't know these, so this is pretty good. That, that Captain Marvel uh, is one of the most powerful characters in all of the Marvel comic universe and is now the most powerful character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Does that make sense for the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Nope. I guess they had Thanos. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of other characters. So, but, but what scares me, what scares me is that... Yeah. What scares me is that effectively rules out all those characters, though, right? So, or, or meaning that there's currently no properties in production with those characters. Who have they had? Wait, okay, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. about like Adam Warlock? Uh, well, he's, he's not, in, he's not, he's not in, in the cinematic. Yeah, yet. he's not in the cinematic universe. Majority uh, of the majority of the characters. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, what about? Um, I would I would even make an argument for though he would probably lose anyway. Loki. Um, Silver Surfer. He's not in the. They're acquiring the Fox properties in twenty twenty. Yeah, but it's not. They're not going to be not in the game. yet. Okay, so who else? No, no, this is good because like the majority of characters, I think. See what's weird is Galactus. Technically, Galactus. The Hulk, you could say. Technically, but like yeah, no, Captain Captain Marvel would beat the the piss out of the majority of the cast. Yeah, totally. Uh, I would not argue that, but are they the end all? I mean, like this is super nerd I think argument, what they're, right? I, yeah, I think what yeah. they're doing is they're making Captain Marvel more powerful in the movies, and kind of they okay. depowered some of the heroes. Okay, in the movies all right, you in know comparison what? to their comics. Fair. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. So I will reserve. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do the comic book character throwdown <laughs> after the movie comes out? Yeah, it's the I'm final countdown. It's part of our segment on Captain Marvel. We'll okay. come to that. So Because we'll do a review and spoiler cast on that, certainly. And then we'll talk about maybe the characters who are we'll more powerful battle type than thing. Captain Marvel. Yeah, we'll do the sweaty, neckbeard, nerd rage throwdown. Hell yeah. Uh, actually, characters. in, in, in this series yeah. 552. No, no, no. no. <laughs> only using the cinematic. pushed up glasses only that aren't there. Cinematic <laughs> universe only. That is the, that is the cinematic okay. universe only. Okay, only. yeah, because yeah. as soon as you involve Wait, the comics, the rules all the window. Just the MCU or also the Fox films that have come out to date. Uh, I think because MCU. Phoenix comes out this summer too. I think okay. MCU, specifically mm. the Marvel owned. If okay, you're have we'll, that we'll, battle. we'll do we'll focus on the MCU, but we will allow caveats of the others because it's fun just to throw those. That's out. just allowing the others. You realize that statement, right? I'm tossing yeah, in a Doctor Doom yeah, caveat, man. Off. It's happening. Oh God. Oh yeah. So that's the, that's the news from Kevin Feige that's coming out here. Uh, on the piggyback of that is the Oscars that just happened over the weekend. Some big Marvel news coming out of the Oscars, the Academy Awards, uh, obviously based in the States, if you don't know at this point what those are. So that's where they <laughs> hand out the little gold men statues, little praying man statues. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Oscars wins that have happened now. So officially, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has been named the best animated feature of the entire year. Yeah, see, the yeah, thing is... is well, on one hand, if they did it, the fact that they gave it to them, my 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 expression is a shrug of yeah, of course. On the other hand, if they didn't do it, they'd be rioting in the streets. <laughs> it was such an awesome movie that if they yeah. didn't make it the best animated, I would immediately think you guys are horseshit. Yeah, 
because it, it's so far and above and well, beyond everything the else. The only that was thing out. that could have maybe come close was what? Incredibles 2? Well, yeah. So Incredibles 2 was in the category. Ralph Breaks the Internet or Wreck-It Ralph 2 was in the category. Okay, Isle I, of I actually, Dogs. I actually really liked Wreck-It Ralph 2. But not nearly as good as Spider-Man. So, Spider-Man. But no, Incredibles right. 2, man. I mean, like, that's a massive film. That made over a billion dollars. Sure, but it's not about how much money a movie makes. It's about no, how good the movie is. But it was a good movie. It was heartfelt. Yeah, it was a good film. Yeah. From, from, I haven't seen it yet. I still don't think it was nearly it's as good as Spider-Man. So, but, uh, yeah, Spider- oh, it is, really? So yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is running a 97% of Rotten Tomatoes. It was a critical success. It was a commercial success. Yeah. And uh, honestly, for me, the biggest surprise of last year I'll, in terms of film. To be honest, our, they made a really huge artistic change to that, too, which was the frame rates, which I think was phenomenal. Yeah, they put yeah. it on the two two frames per, or one frame per every... 12 to 20, from 24 to 12. They halved it. They yeah, halved they halved the it, yeah. whatever the, the Yeah, so it had, it had a comic book look and feel to it, like we were talking about on the spoiler cast for that. It was solid, man. It yeah. was solid. Extremely no, good film. Deserving in every way, shape, and form, and uh, so much talent wrapped up in there as well. So the other, the other big uh, announcement was some wins for uh, Black Panther. So Black Panther, uh, so these are the first three Oscars netted by Marvel Cinematic Studios or Marvel, Marvel Studios. So winning... Okay. From Black Panther was best original score, so because Ken, Kendrick Lamar, good, Kendrick great Lamar music. did the music for that. I like, I, I agree with that. I don't, but to be fair, I don't Dude, know. Dude, Kendrick what I, Lamar's soundtrack was amazing. What, what no, other movies were in that category? Do you know? So I don't know offhand. Okay. Yeah, that. that but, oh, but I would, I would guess like um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. Like don't worry, I really loved the music from um, Panther. Like, it was, it was phenomenal. I'm not I don't saying, know. It, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm, I'm, just sure, I'm sure Venom, Venom just, was in there as well. Oh. Uh, I'm, not, okay, I'm not saying uh, that's it. I'm done. We're going home. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not saying that the Black Panther soundtrack was bad. Not at all. I'm just thinking like, is it the best? I don't original know. score. Yeah. Well, original say, score yeah. out of a whole year of movies. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I'm not sure yeah. about. Is that's why I asked what other movies are in that list. Fair enough. Like okay, so and, and then and, and then on top of that, there, there's actually a third one. They actually got best costume design and best production design. For Black Panther, for Black Panther, okay. Production, I can see costume. That's that's too personal. Oh, it was so cool though. Opinion. It was like sort of this it was cool. techno African vibe. No, like, yeah, no, 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 so cool. Don't get me wrong, because whenever I heard it, I was like, I don't know how they're gonna pull that that off and make it look cool. I don't know how they're gonna do all this. And I will give you this: Black Panther was a phenomenal film. Mm-hmm. Do not misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm just wondering: it's like, can the bar be higher? Almost always, my answer is yes. So I, like it's just I think it, what they did a good job of, and this is something they focused really heavily on when they produced the movie, is it's something that they say, is they focus on making sure that the armor and and, clo- and the clothing was heavily um, tr- uh, inspired by the culture. history, yeah, cultural in- inspiration. Yeah. And no, and, and they nailed that. Don't get me wrong, I, I I'm not a part of that culture. I don't know that culture, so I look at it and go, okay, it seems it seems right because it's kind of movie based, and that's what we see in movies. Yeah, but it sounds like everyone who's in that culture. The people who care for that culture mm-hmm. and the culturalists, they tend to go, yeah, this is this is really well. It, they clearly took it and cranked it up to eleven. Yeah, well, but I mean, that's what well, they intended yeah, to well, do. Well, that's yeah. what they're going to do for anything. Yeah, right. Like so, I mean, yeah. Well, but cranking up to eleven actually got this also nominated for best picture, right? Which is the first time a Marvel Cinematic Universe film has ever been up for best picture. Wow. So okay. Green Book ended up winning, which is a film that has uh, starting. Uh, Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali, I guess that one. Green was phenomenal. So it, it looked it looked really good. I, I'm going to see it now because it won Best Picture. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I don't know that I will ultimately agree that it should have won Best Picture. I think I, I always look at Best Picture of did this movie 
elevate the source material far above its written source material, right? Hmm. And and in the case of Black Panther, oh fuck yes, it did. Like to a to to a massive cultural extent. Yeah, because Black Panther was not a huge character. Yeah, and, and Green Green Book Green Book was not a massive cultural event. No. It could be it could be an amazing movie. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna malign it, right? Yeah. But it was not a massive paradigm shift cultural event yeah. like Black Panther was. Black Panther, dude, it was it was on the radio, it was on TV, it was ever present, it was omnipresent, it was yeah. everywhere, right? It's a, that that to me shows best picture because well, it was an absolute it, it, they should have they should have an Academy Award for like best and most PR. pervasive PR and advertising too because honestly I, I, that, it's yeah. unbelievable to me like yeah. how pervasive it was back in February March that's, April last year that's yeah. fair so and then and then it's also still to this day and it will be for probably a very long time the highest grossing MCU film based on a singular character right so ba- based on huh. a, a solo character it oh. beat Iron Man three yeah because yeah, you're you're right that would disinclude it, it destroyed the Iron Man three by like four hundred million dollars. <laughs> So it's honestly wow, I, the, fact, the fact that it didn't win Best Picture in the Oscars. I'm still kind of scratching my head. It, that that was a serious cultural event that happened uh, I, last year. I'm kind of glad for it because I, I get it. There is this. I see if I can find the right words. To no describe man, this. no. Listen, the nerds got Return of the King as Best Picture, and that was forever ago. Yeah, no. I no. wanted Black Panther to win. No, no, no. I, the I, nerds I, need to win. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree. To, I'm I'm adding to that, not taking away from it. They're probably just like, hey, look, you guys are gonna take Avengers next year. Let's just fucking yeah. do this. <laughs> Black Panthers and Avengers. Let's just come on, come on, guys. No, it's like Godzilla or something. Yeah. I don't oh know if fuck. this is too deep of a topic, awesome. but you look at these movies like uh, Ghost in the Shell, which I thought was an okay movie, but they tried to westernize oh, this movie, <laughs> and the, the problem was is Ghost in the Shell is the themes in it were kind of a theme associated with. Japan, and they were trying to find themselves culturally yes. in the world. Yes, absolutely. and that's kind of what it was. So yeah. it, it, it was a story about Japan. So when you try and westernize it, it doesn't. Oh, make it's any a story sense. about a white girl. No, no, no. no. <laughs> see, I see. I could, I totally disagree with you. See, here's what I think: that Ghost in the Shell was phenomenally visually appealing. Oh yeah, sure. Oh totally. The rest of it was shit. But that's what I'm saying. In Ghost in the <laughs> Shell, the, the the thing that made Ghost in the Shell so big wasn't its, you know, cinematography amazingness and cartoon wise. It was the stories and the feelings it provided. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, yeah. That, and they that didn't that do did, that in the that, movie. That, right. Similar, okay, okay, okay so right, we agree. We're, so we're we saying the same thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. So a similar cultural relevance to Alita, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Exactly. Oh no, I've got a whole thing for Alita. I oh, cannot sweet. wait to get into we'll get into that. So um the Black Panther thing, I I kind I never felt there are tons of movies where you sit there and go okay they just put that character with that skin color or that personalization mm, yeah, for yeah, the purposes yeah, of yeah. fitting the marketing so token black or asian guy the token yeah, black, yeah. nowhere in that movie did i did i even give like nowhere in the movie did i feel in any way there was i don't know cultural appropriation or anything like that it was a solid movie that's like no these are the characters and i didn't i didn't feel like they made the decisions for the characters for the purposes of you know making it the black agenda no it was just a phenomenal movie, and this matches the comics. Yeah, yeah. In, in no way, like, there are so many of these movies that we've been seeing lately that kind of just go, oh, we are changing the race of this person yeah. for reasons because we want to make sure that our marketing's okay and we can fit the demographic. Yeah. These guys didn't give a fuck. They went, no, this is what this comic is. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, Black Panther was fearlessly the movie it should have been. It, it, yeah, it was, it, was, it was fully realized that's as the movie it should have been, and, and I think that's why it was so important in such a paradigm shift. Yeah. And uh, and, and I guarantee a lot more people will find that as a most one of the most beloved films they've ever seen versus Green Book, which, again, I'm not maligning. 
Probably a pretty good movie. I love Mahershala Ali and Viggo Morton so much so that I even learned how to pronounce their names. So they're, they're amazing actors. I love them for, for a long time. In fact, speaking of Return of the King, Viggo, man, Aragorn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's now been in two Oscar-winning films, which is interesting. Nice, good for so, him. Yeah, 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 good for him. What was the other one? Eastern Promises was really good. Though. Eastern Promises was pretty good. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it won anything though. So no, no. I, I think it was the naked fight, the naked man fight scene at the end that, that turned kind of everyone off. off it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn, turn That's all too the, bad because like off. that was actually really good. It was a great fight scene. It was yeah. so good. He gets he gets uh, jumped. In like the showers like, somewhere, like a, like a, oh, it was a spa. Yeah, yeah. That, like a bath. Yeah, like yeah. Bath I, I've seen yeah. that scene. So it's just to show yeah. how hard he is. He can he can kill two guys when he starts off like naked with no weapons. Yeah. <laughs> so he's hard. Ah, uh, he'd lose to John, John Wick. Uh, John, <laughs> yeah, by the way, yeah. John Wick three looks awesome. Yes, the trailer <laughs> looks so good. When I went to see Alita, yeah, so good. So we'll get into that as well. So yeah, and that's all the movie news for this week. Playing and watching time. Alright, so what we've been playing to watch, and I guess I'll go ahead and kick it off. We won't try to spend too terribly long on this, because we've still got to get through Alita on oh, this no, episode I've got as some, well. I've yeah, got yeah, some yeah. important stuff to hit. So, Umbrella Academy is a show that we've all unanimously, agree- unanimously agreed so far is pretty good or very good. I think it's I think it's great. Yeah, phenomenally but I, good. I, now, I don't think it is, like, the next coming of the best show ever. No, but I think, like, for what it was, it was awesome. And yeah. the score was it was extremely good. Fi- sorry, I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm five but episodes up, in. Up to what I've watched. Yeah. So. My favorite compliment to this show for me is I never once felt... Uh, so all the, the characters have powers. Yeah. yeah. And for the most part, most of them don't really utilize their powers in the right. show. And But never once did I feel like it was because of budgetary reasons. No. Right. Especially right. with Pogo. Pogo, they, he looked gorgeous yeah. oh yeah no, that, 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 he's, he's a cg ape he's a, a yeah. cg chimp yeah, I, yeah i'm told it's done by weta so clearly they were able to take their skills uh, from the uh planet of planet the, ape, of the, the new yeah, planet yeah. of the ape stuff and take those skills and condense it so they can make it cheaper right because yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they already learned yeah. how to do it they're they like hey to... we can make them you guys want to animate a monkey we can give you an animated monkey yeah, we yeah. got like a million of them in the yeah, store back well, there so they were able to make it cheaper you're because... right about that though because like at this point in the series and i'm only i'm only probably halfway in at five episodes right yeah. but it seems like everything that's happening or every every piece of cg they have used it's all it all basically in the background you can tell like there's a serious why behind that right? yeah so yeah. at some point they sat down and they're like okay so why would we do this thing or why would we do that thing yeah and, and i never it just makes it's very well planned out like the titans one I felt like I, I mentioned it. I felt like uh, with Beast Boy they cheaped out on him because of the yeah. budgetary reasons. Yeah. But I felt that it was budgetary. It reasons. was definitely budgetary reasons. Yeah, yeah, and yeah 100%. With the Umbrella Academy. Never once did I go, oh, they're just being. You know, the reason that Space Boy is always yeah. wearing a jacket is because they can't show him in a giant, you know, yeah, monkey Luther? suit. The, right. Luther, the giant suit the whole time. Right. I mean, it, that's it, probably it, true, but I never felt that. No, but he's it, also seemingly self-conscious in it. That's Correct. what it right. was. Yeah. That's, and it, that comes off. Yeah, exactly. comes off in the yeah. character for sure. Really well acted. So, so Tom Hopper, the actor who does that, he was in Black Sails. Yeah. So oh, as, uh, as Billy as Bones. Billy Bones yeah. And then he was also in <laughs> Game actually, of Thrones yeah. as one of... I want to say Sam's brothers. Yeah, he was the, fighting against uh, Daenerys Targaryen's not, army. Not, not a huge character. No, he wasn't no. a huge character. But I, I, I think his character was spoilers eliminated in uh, season seven. So he, <laughs> he had a short run. He had a short. All run. the his characters in Game of Thrones often are. 
All the actors were amazing. It was it, honestly, I can't suggest it enough. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do a spoiler yeah. cast on it. So you should okay. come back out for that because uh, we're gonna finish it up and kind of go through it. Okay. But Umbrella Academy has been getting a lot of buzz online. I'm seeing it all over Twitter. I'm seeing another podcast, other fans sort of requesting for those podcasts to cover it. And yeah, it has been a bit of a phenomenon in, yeah. in, in, in the geek community. It's well, such a good series. Well, it's funny because it's like where it came from. It's like yeah, the guy from like what uh, My Chemical, My Chemical Romance. Romance, yeah. yeah. Ma- like yeah. made it with uh with another guy and then they're like and then it just got like picked up it was quiet yeah nobody was like everyone's like yeah umbrella academy's getting made and i'm looking i'm like what what is this i'm like no no i knew I what it, i, I knew what it was, was but i, I never, didn't know what it was it, I, but we found out it was a dark horse comic series right yeah, so it's yeah. not even based on a dc or marvel so, property so i said this before i regretted not picking it up when it was mentioned to me yeah um but like when when they said they got picked up for uh, like a show treatment i was like did it really guys did it really? Because like everyone says that about like right. their favorite shit, right? right? And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, I just forgot about it because mm-hmm. like it took a long time for it to actually make its way to the screen. Yeah. And then and then then it did, and I saw it just randomly one day. I was like, they did no fucking like PR oh, for this it's fucking here, show, and it's all here. Yeah. 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 And then and then I started watching it. and I was like, oh fuck. This is good. <laughs> yeah. I just haven't finished Interesting, it too, because, like, uh, Titans was a little bit of an offbeat show in, in, in a lot of ways, right? So, kind of for a live-action series. And then they also introduced Doom Patrol and that. And now Doom Patrol has their own series. Yeah, I heard about so, that. it's getting more and more sort of offbeat with these that. series. The Doom what? Patrol I, I, thing, I don't know if that'll be that great. I heard that oh. it's not that bad. It's better than the Titans. So, is it actually already... It's already yeah, out. There are already a few up. A few Seriously? Episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's in season one right okay. now. Okay, all right. Hold all, all, all of my judgments. Then I will actually go see this. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, I, I, I haven't seen it. One of my f- other friends, the ones that are better than you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you. That's <laughs> cutting on different levels. Anyway, no, we should not get into it on this. <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't that was get into savage, it. Savage man. Oh, okay. Oh, Paul, I'm joking with you. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought it was a different group. Oh, no, I was no, like, no, no, no. Mm, no, no, no. You son of a bitch. No, uh, Paul, Paul and uh, one of the other guys at one of my other Pathfinder sessions said, okay. oh, it was pretty good. Of course, I'm I'm holding my reserve because, like I said, you heard from me the other time. I wasn't yeah. a big fan of Titans. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't really have faith in this one, but uh, I'm being told. If it's already coming out, it's probably made by different people, so... I would assume. I don't know, I'm guessing. Hey, man, as long as they don't iron fist it, I'm good with it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you can't fist it anymore. So no more iron fisting shit, man. It's terrible. Uh, it's terrible. It might get picked up. So. so, all right. So that's Umbrella Academy, and I've also been playing Breath of the Wild. Why I don't know. I just picked oh, it back up one day because we were talking about it the other day. Maybe the, yeah, the, yeah. The just, I had in my thing. head that I had to play Breath of the Wild, so I've just been going through. And you Did have you already the, beat it once. What's that? Oh yeah, like forever. Uh, oh, by the way, I saw the rock trick, the tree and rock trick. That's awesome. Which one was it? Where they they stasis it and they smash the shit out of it. And yeah. Then they jump on and grab it and, and then ride it, it and then ride it. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, wait. The they, they general. It's what crazy. is it? General Tao from Dragon Ball. Yeah. Have you never seen this? No. Okay, so what you do is you, you like, chop down a tree, and then, like, when it's, like, about, like, a 75-degree angle or so, you stasis it, and then you beat the shit out of it, but then your last hit is, like, with the arrow so that you can direct it, Mm -hmm. and then you just jump on and you grab it, because normally you can climb trees, and then you just wait, and then the stasis falls off, and you launch. Like, (laughs) no, no, above the cloud layer, launch. Like, it's like a fucking rocket. It's so much fun. (laughs) Like, people go from, like, the beginning area 
to the castle roof. That's hilarious. It's awesome. Yeah, it's you how the speedrunners it's it. how the speedrunners are beating the game in like eight minutes flat. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, I saw, so I saw the humans, I, I love the, it. the shortest I saw was like twenty nine something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but yeah, so, yeah, it was like, the final battles take a while when you don't have any weapons, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. That's funny. Very, very cool. But, but uh, I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild. So they in, in the expansions that came out last year last year. So they actually released uh what was it, Path of the I don't remember what it was called. I don't know. Path of the Wanderer or something. I anyway, they even came up with an there, There's a map mode in it where you can actually see the track that you've run throughout the entire game. Yeah. The entire track. And then you can, by doing that, you can see the big gaps on the map where you've never been before. <laughs> Am yeah. I the only so it's fun to go back and go to those spots that there you've is, seen. There is a problem with that, though. What is I mean, I'm Yeah, you're going to draw a big dick. I don't think it's a problem. I just... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How did you not <laughs> know where that's going? You know that somebody's done it, man. There's just someone, you know that there's a moment where Ganon, this all-serious evil, is consuming this castle, <laughs> and then looks down and sees your path and goes, and there's just a giant middle <laughs> finger on the ground to Ganon. Yeah. And, and then like, the, the head of the dick is, like, right on the castle or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just coming on the castle. <laughs> Somebody who's really good at directional, like, uh, stenciling and stuff like that, you have the opportunity to make millions. Like an Etch-A-Sketch. Yeah, yeah like Etch-A-Sketch, like, people's logos and shit like that, and then sell it to them. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. We're going to get Ronan We, we need Ronan Geek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we get that done? Duly noted, I'll get Amanda to do it. She loves Breath of the Wild. Okay. We, do have, we do have some professional art coming down the pipe. So I have hired... I don't think my three-year-old niece's art is considered professional. (laughs) She's great, and I have seen her work, and it is solid. It is up there. It is up there. Yeah, but deadlines, man. You need to tell her to get (laughs) on Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I need need a proof, okay? Yeah, she's not really acting professional. Okay, well, yeah. (laughs) It's it's hard to get her to to do the work between her bedtimes. I don't blame her. I mean, you're paid entirely in Skittles. (laughs) (laughs) I know. She should be eating the Skittles to give her that energy high she needs. Yeah, exactly. Gotta keep I'm going, man. Kids. So, and that's basically all I've been up to. So, Umbrella Academy, Breath of the Wild. Uh, I'm not sorry to say I have spent a few hours in that this week, although I need to get back to Kingdom Hearts so we can do some updates on that for next time. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you jump in. Uh, my, thing, my thing's a little winded. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, I last mentioned, I think the last time I was here, that I, I picked up a Switch. Yes. Okay. So, I picked up a Switch, picked up Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Nice. Uh, have utterly annihilated that game. Yes. And actually, uh, I yeah, have to yeah, try I and forgot. get Rob to. I have to steal his. I'm just going to steal his Switch at this point, okay. just so I can trade Pokemon myself. Because sure. he hasn't played the game as much. He hasn't beat the game. Yeah. And no. so there's Pokemon that I need that are later. You, you in the have game. Pikachu. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, I, I, would, I, have I would need he to get Pikachu. some from him too. I have Eevee. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought you meant like did you get the like the Pokemon Pikachu. It's like yeah, fucking. It's, let's go Pikachu. Of course, I got Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I offered. I'm like, hey, listen, I need some Pokemon from you. Do you want to trade me some Pokemon? He's like, well, I haven't really beaten the game. I'm like that. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Just give me your give me your game. Yeah. I'll go play the game. Right. And I'll play the game on your Switch. We'll trade Switches yeah, for yeah. a little bit, yeah. so you can keep playing your games. Right. And I'll just go catch the Pokemon I need, and then I'll do all the trading myself. Yeah. He's like, oh. So yeah. I, I'm still gonna. I, at one point, I'm just gonna go over, next time I'm at his house. I'm just gonna yeah, steal yeah. a switch, and he's just gonna, not gonna know where it went. He just shows up one day randomly, he doesn't say a word to you, and he just starts playing the switch. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised. I told him I'd create another account on his switch, this way I don't yeah. delete his save file because oh, I'm, I'm courteous like he's that. He's very courteous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very nice. So that's one game. So I, I, pl- I played the shit out of that. That literally took me a weekend to annihilate. Yeah, yeah. It's not a long game. Especially it's actually just the original Pokemon game. Yeah, well, yeah. It, once you've you played know how to Red play and Blue right, a million right. times, you've played Fire Red and Leaf Green a million times. At this point, it's just going through the motions. But I really do enjoy the. But the, is the missing Pokemon. no in the game? Hmm. It is missing no in the game. 
No. No, I no, I don't think so. No. See, that's why it's not a real remake. <laughs> to be fair, Missing Numbers. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is going way deeper into yeah, a technical yeah. discussion no. that I yeah. really need to. So that's one game. The other that I kind I've kind of finished since mm. the last time. Yep. Uh, now what I'm on, uh, where, what, I, what I got my dick in now is Hollow Knight. Ooh, very nice. And I've also been playing some Hollow Knight. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I started playing it because I have the Switch and so it's not so Hollow Knight. Your dick's in it. Yeah, exactly. I I it's filled with dick. <laughs> yeah, right, totally. Amanda, <laughs> my girlfriend, is playing The Witcher, which is on my Steam account. Yeah, but she plays it on her computer, so I can't log into Steam right now. That sucks to play games because she's playing The Witcher all the time. Oh, I have a bunch of Steam games I should tell you. About. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I went okay. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find a game I can play. So I'm like, I was just literally going through the Nintendo online sure. stuff. Uh, Riot, so much on there. Pick a Switch, pick up Riot. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I was just going through, couldn't figure out what to get, and I just heard good reviews for Hollow Knight. And I went, okay, well I'm kind of looking for a Dark Souls-y type thing. And I kind of wanted a uh, Castlevania type mm. thing, so totally. yeah, it seems to mix. So I played it, and I started playing it. And I'm like, "Holy shit, this is great!" The the word the kicker here is not, I've been playing it, and because it's so visually striking yeah. and such a good game, Amanda, who the reason I got Hollow Knight is because she's upstairs playing The Witcher, yes. notices Hollow Knight, and comes down and watches me play, oh. and, and co <laughs> co pilots with me. And, that's hilarious. So we're, no one's playing Steam anymore. The whole cool. reason I got Hollow Knight yeah. is no longer valid, but now well, I'm just playing the crap out of this it. Is like a, on this is kind of like your guys' household, though. Like, she gets the VR, you're like, I'm never going to fucking use that. All of a sudden, you're using the VR, and then it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. yeah we're, we're, we're a gamer couple, yeah, so yeah. we kind of yeah. share our games awesome. and, and share our experiences. But yeah, so that, that's that's mine. My co-pilot cool. for Kingdom Hearts has been a four-month-old. She's into the colors. She's really into the colors, so yeah. she's loving it. it she, she's not really providing a lot of good uh, suggestions on builds and, and weapon choices. No, she took a dump when I chose the Toy Story world over the Tangled world, so maybe that was a sign. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it's Telling funny, my wife did the same thing, pile. too. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I got <laughs> to timestamp that and send that to her. That's it just stays. Yeah. <laughs> So that that's that. So that's my my two games, and then um, like I said, we uh, I finished Umbrella Academy, loved that. But last night I was suggested literally yesterday in the morning I was suggested a Netflix series. Uh, I was mentioning it to you guys called uh, Russian Doll, mm -hmm. um, and it was basically sold to me as a Groundhog's Day meets Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, okay, well I like both of those things a lot. <laughs> so last night when I was up all night because because um, Windsor sucks because I was I was in shock by how surprised. fast spring came. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was terrified of spring. Yeah, I was terrified of spring. So I was up all night just worried about spring, and so I watched uh, Russian Doll. Literally, it took me. It was like eight episodes, half an hour each. Yeah, and I finished the whole series last night. Oh yeah, you can pound it up, and it was amazing. Yeah, so. You know that that's my that's my. Uh, I appreciate that Netflix has learned the lesson about creating a series that's too long for its own good. Yeah. And now they're they're limiting series to the number of episodes they should be, and it, rather than like artificially dragging them out longer, i.e., some of those Marvel series. Yeah. that we won't yeah. talk about right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. So stop showing and jumping yourself and just fucking yeah. finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show and jump the network, the streaming network. Yeah, yeah. Show and jump yeah, the yeah. fucking shark That's every true. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're gonna Dragon Ball Z it, man. It's just five five episodes. It's just some guy screaming. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I, I art at this point. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh god, you don't get it. It's just deeper than you. You're just not good enough. It's Have you seen Velvet Buzzsaw? No. Watch Velvet Buzzsaw. I've never even heard of it. 
Jolin Hall, same people that did Nightcrawler, but he's an oh, art critic. Oh, I just and it's a just horror. Oh God, go Netflix. watch it. It's yeah. it's not a phenomenal movie, but it's good. I, okay. I just saw the preview for it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah I'll check it out. No, okay. it's uh, it's good. You'll like the superhero. It's a homeless guy. Yeah, so he, might, he can't might. save you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I have a sock here for you. Yeah, so no, it's then, a robot. Uh, Rob, oh. Rob, Rob has been touting some big updates on Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. So, yeah, it's got, got me all pumped up to find out what's happened there. Okay. So, By the way, if this is not as good as you've led us to believe, it's I will never be severely is. disappointed. It never is. <laughs> it's it's never high. Is Go good. for it. Okay, so, like, what I told you... Well, we've been you... following this for a long time, so my, right. my expectations are high. Okay, so last thing I think I updated you was when we were going after the Mimsahis, which is a, a knife, a skinning mm-hmm. knife, essentially, that can, like, reanimate the dead. Okay. Um, I don't know if I actually explained that whole bit. So no. I had a character that went in, did a bunch of stealth for like 30 minutes at the table, stealthing like Metal Gear Solid style to go get an objective, killed the big bad evil guy by what? myself. What? Stealth what? all the way out. One of the random fucking guards at the gate ends up spotting me at the la- literally the last second. I'm like on my way to the car, like already out of the compound, shoots me through the back, kills my character. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so not even what I'm talking about. This is the other time. Guard notices, <laughs> and you have to roll. Yeah. So he. So I roll stealth. Great. Yeah. But he rolls his spot hidden check and gets an extreme success and just beats out my roll. Wow. And then just sh- starts combat. Shoots my character. Goes down like mm, what you say. <laughs> fucking dead. That's one thing I love about the Call of Cthulhu game is yeah. it's not one of, in D and D or Pathfinder or whatever. It's we fight the battle. It was five rounds. No. In in Cthulhu, it's like okay, I shot you. It, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, there is no there. There's no you're a man. Uh, oh, a healing potion. No. No. By the time you get to the healing potion, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you you go down. Okay. So like that's how Call of Cthulhu is, right? You have probably about ten health. Somebody will shoot you, and they will do a D6 usually plus two damage. So more often than not, they're doing half. If they do half, you do a con check. You fail that con check, you pass out. Wow. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Was, that was yeah. And if they do, if obviously they do your health and damage, you're dead. That's hilarious. That's it. So there was no one on the outside able to save you? Oh, yeah, there was. They saw me die. Oh. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> I got shot with it's, a rifle. To be fair, I, I, they, they, they really just looked at it like a JFK time. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, look, he's pregnant. He made it out. <laughs> oh. That's what it was. Ooh. That's what it was. Like, they see me coming. I, they're all in the car ready to go. The car just hits a light post as no one's yeah. driving no, it, it anymore. It was literally the last check. <laughs> and I get fucking sniped. Yeah. So, good times. Anyway, so somebody else in the party picks up the knife. They end up doing a fight. They kill the guys. They take the knife. Obviously, I'm dead, so they can't do much for me. So, they move the fuck on. Wait, didn't you just say you had a knife that raises the dead? Uh, Not in a way that would be playable. I think he said, I think he said it reanimates the dead. Uh, yes. Re- reanimate. <laughs> Isn't it kind of just Shaun of the Dead where eventually they just have a party member that's a zombie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yes. Like video games with them in the shed. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, so uh, what ends up happening is they've got this here, and uh, I have my backup character, because if anyone plays Call of Cthulhu, you know you should always have two backup characters. Gotcha. Seriously, I'm not even joking. Um, have two backup characters. 
was was that guy just like off in the distance and he saw the one guy go down. And he's like, "Hey guys, no, is everything okay over there?" So what, what ends up what ends up happening was when my character went down. It was essentially at the end of the session. So yeah, yeah. We're like, okay, um, we had the next segment coming up, and the the host was like, "Hey, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a little worried about the party. Bring your character in a little early if you can, and, oh. and we'll have you." Be a part of the last, like the finale. Oh, my character is. Wait, so this was this was the finale. Your character died like the session before the finale. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The finale of the chapter, though, right? Not oh, the game. Not the okay, game. Okay. But Damn, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. That's happened. No, that yeah, happened I mean, to me. I no, no. Happened. Last campaign I played, my character got to the last fight and then was hospitalized, and I watched out the window <laughs> as my party all died. <laughs> And the end of the world happened. That's Not amazing. even kidding. I'm dead serious. That That's happened. <laughs> You're just sitting in the hospital going, looking at the nurse who's, you know, shoving a catheter up your dick going, you know, we're all dead, right? You know, right now we're done. No. No. no, it was seriously like my character's there sickly. He couldn't move under his own strength. And he looks out the window and I see like the spiraling clouds. And I'm like, yeah, that's the sight. Oh fuck! That's oh god! That's a giant. The whole fucking place got leveled. <laughs> anyway, Did so you proposition a nurse. <laughs> at that point, quick one last one last hand job before we go. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, what ends up happening then? So the new session starts up. I've got this new character. Uh, it's only called Luther. I actually roll for my names though, so it's whatever. Random. Yeah. Um, uh, he's like a, a character. He has some uh, combat hi- uh, history because World War One happened. So it made sense. Uh, and I was like, combat character is needed. Combat character you will get. Um, go in. The, essentially, they're driving down the road. He's hitchhiking. And he notices, like, when they pull over, he's like, hey, I really need a ride. And one of the people is shot. So he's like, uh... <laughs> Sorry, he was, like, he, was a, he was a he was a he was a medic. There right? is a level of you know uh, suspend your disbelief when you play yeah. uh, D and D game where there's like okay, listen, we know this is a player character, yes, and we know that while in story wise it doesn't make sense to suddenly trust this character, but we will anyway because it's D and D, it's about cooperation. Call of Cthulhu seems just one of those universes where when you're dealing, when you're in the Call of Cthulhu universe and you know about the shit that's going on. The mythos, yeah. The mythos, and you're one of the characters in this world, and you're driving, and there's just this creepy dude on the side, like, I'm just going somewhere. And he's not shocked by the fact that there's people bleeding out in your car and running away. You should probably be more scared of that hitchhiker <laughs> right. than you should be of so, anything else. For- entertainingly enough the first thing is said by the dm is like so there's a guy on the road uh and he's got his thumb out and as you see him as you're driving along and the first thing somebody says the dm doesn't even finish the description somebody goes yeah we're driving right past this guy (laughs) 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 so one of them finally goes no no let's at least see what he says not knowing that's my character yet and then of course the intro happens i start talking like oh it's it's Rob's this character. This is Rob's intro. Okay. That's and then, uh, so my character goes in, sees a person shot, tries to help out, yada, yada. He's thinking, like, hey, I'm going to help this guy. They're going to give me a ride. Um, so they do. We go maybe half a mile. And then it's like, oh, hey, yeah, there's people coming in behind us. And it's like, fuck. Okay. So they're like, yeah, by the way, there's these cultists. And they know you're now with us, so you might want to grab a gun. And it's like, now I'm thinking, my character is like, 
who the fuck are these people? <laughs> so uh, anyway, can I just get out? Can I just tuck and roll out of this car right <laughs> yeah. now? So so what ends up Text happening? The, the the fight goes the on. Locks on. Fuck. F- fight goes on. He kills more than half the cultists. Like this guy's like, I'm rolling great for combat. I'm killing people. Damn. And uh, and then like they cast a spell on him that blinds him and causes his hands to like leak and boil and stuff. It's like gross, what the hell? right? So he he becomes helpless for yeah, a couple yeah. rounds. So what happens? Uh, anyway, so that that all goes down. We finally finish off the rest of the cultists. And what's my character's response immediately? I've never met you guys. And he grabs his things and continues walking down the road. <laughs> because I knew that they were going to be going to the train, which my character was going to be on. So I was going to just meet up with the party oh, later. right? Oh, okay. Like I had helped with, with the combat Cleverly, team. So yeah. I was like, okay, my character's like, you guys are crazy. Fuck off. And then he like leaves. You were there for the destiny moment. Yes. And then and then the idea was like, hey, you meet them and get on the train. And then he'd, you know, make amends and reintroduce. Like, yeah, yeah, reintroduce. Awesome. And uh, now that I've had time to shit my pants. Yes. And come to terms with, you know what, maybe yeah. maybe I will join you guys. So none of this is the story I'm trying to tell you. This is the build up. Oh, God. Oh, so the geez. actual story is <laughs> they're all sitting now in the uh, lodge. Uh, my character's still, of course, walking on the road. They have already driven back to the lodge where they were staying. And one of the characters has this Mimsahis dagger. And they're, like, weirdly um, possessive of it. And we got a really cool uh, out-of-character player instructional moment where you don't do things just because you think, like, hey, maybe this will be fun. Because what happens is one of the players like, we need to destroy that knife, hand it over. And they're like, No. <laughs> <laughs> and then things escalated. And what happens? The one guy's like, okay, look, she's like not being helpful. We've encountered a medallion before where people wouldn't let go of it because it was magically sure. controlling them. So he's like, I'm just going to get it from her. He's like, I know my character is resistant to this kind of stuff. So I'm going to get it and we're going to go destroy it. He goes to make a move. Her reaction, I'm going to cut him with it. <laughs> <laughs> So this is an arcane weapon that yeah. you cannot heal from properly. Nice. But what ends up happening, she, she has, by the way, like a 20 on a percentile dice. So like a 20% chance to hit this guy. Yeah. She's thinking, I'm going to go roll the attack because it would make sense for the character. But I'm going to miss. But I'm going to miss. Rolls, nails the hit, <laughs> kills the character. Oh! <laughs> she That's kills brutal. him. The player, of course, goes into shock. She's like, can we please take that back? And Dave's like, nah. <laughs> He's like, live, so live with your mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's a good DM, by the yeah. way. Sin. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, he's not a fan of retconning. So no, he's, no so I, he, I wouldn't do it either. Yeah, exactly. You, you made so, your choice. so there was a there was that moment of like To be fair, if the other player was truly like wholesomely upset. I might do something about it. There, there was some upsetness, but this was something that had to be learned. Oh, okay. So that's why it stayed. Okay. Um, but ultimately, what ends up happening is now one of the characters died. So her character reasonably falls into kind of like shock. Like, well, fuck, I did that. Now is willing to go along with the destroying of the knife. They go to destroy it at a cement factory. So they find like this rock grinder. Yeah. And they throw the knife into the rock grinder thinking that'll be that. And that's a reasonable assumption, sure. right? You're a rock sure. grinder will fucking destroy it. A yeah. knife, yeah. But of course, much like how we know artifacts are, yeah. they tend to explode when you fucking oh. do that. And what happened next? 
Oh, everybody roll for damage. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Half the party almost fucking dies from this. The whole thing, the whole fucking plant practically fucking explodes. Everyone goes unconscious. What happens next? The police show up because why the fuck wouldn't they? And literally arrest everybody brutal. for bombing the cement factory. <laughs> and then idiots. what happens? The players make the worst mistake possible they They try and tell the fucking truth oh about a cult and a knife that exploded and yada yada all characters were sent to the insane asylum do you know tpk do you know what the problem is with those uh with those (laughs) players oh my god the problem with those players half the time when i play a game like dnd i can take a lot of the strategy from real life and and implement it none of them have ever been been incarcerated like i have for assuming (laughs) that there's cultists they don't have the same experience that i do yeah that's amazing. That's amazing. So, so, uh, so what happens in so, the campaign now? So now Luther's on the train, yeah. and a bunch of other people are going to be coming in. We have a we have a couple of contingencies ready for this kind of predicament because yeah. it's called Cthulhu. You have to. Yeah. The idea is that some of them have been leaving, uh, keeping journals. Uh, those journals are going to be inherited by some of the other characters because mm. they're kind of okay. loosely related. So we have ways to pick up the story, and we will. Um, and one of the character, one of the players wasn't there for that session, so who's getting blamed for everything fucking up, not being there yet? <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, wow. And so that, that's what's going to happen. What an absolute so. disaster. Good for you guys. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> as long as your players can handle being absolutely manhandled. You, no, you have to know that going into Call you of Cthulhu. Do, you, you cannot play Call of Cthulhu without knowing. You're, you're going to get manhandled. It's not for the faint of heart. No, no, that is, that is the... To, to, to beat a dead horse with the saying, like, the dark souls of tabletop yeah. is Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you cannot misstep. And when you misstep, you misstep bad. See, my only experience with Call of Cthulhu was I went and played it with a guy I used to play World of Warcraft with for a day. Like, we just went, we were going to start a whole campaign, a whole session. He just wanted to try it out. Mm-hmm. And we were playing with him. I, I had experience with D&D and things like that. So my my first experience was a single day. We went, we worked on characters. Mm-hmm. We started our session that day. It was a long day. We started our session, and there was basically a bouncer at a, at a bar or something like that that I need to get into. I don't yeah. remember what it was, but I had to get in, and there was, a, there was a guard. And I just went, okay, well, I'm the hero of this story. Fuck the guard. <laughs> and the guard basically just, like, punched me in the face and then shot me. Or whatever, like he just he just fucked me right up because yeah. I threatened him with a sword, so he shot me. Yeah, not an unreasonable thing no. for the character to yeah. have done. And I just, as a player, I just I sat there in shock, like, oh, okay, you know, I just got unlucky. I yeah. just got unlucky. This guy yeah, crit. Yeah. I just got unlucky. So wow. we started all new characters. Kind of started. Uh, we started the same story, but in a different direction. So we yeah. chose a different, you know, kind of uh, uh, um, uh, edge of tomorrow kind of thing. It would choose your own adventure. Yeah, edge yeah. of tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to yeah. take a different path, a different with different characters. But so we did it again, and I don't remember what happened this time. I think it was I was trying to convince a police officer of cultists, and a, the police officer was like, oh, "Okay, crazy man, let's get you into a truck." And I'm like, yeah. "Oh God!" So within a single day. I TPK'd the group twice. It's amazing. Well done. It's amazing. And it, it call of Cthulhu. It's Call of Cthulhu. But the problem is I went into it with the expectation of, of D&D. Yeah. And yeah. you can't. It's very different. It's a, it's a different game. It's not a combat game. Yeah. First off, it's not a combat Correct. game. You can do combat in it, but you are not... You're not the heroes unless you're playing in the dreamlands. Then it's like D and D. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. you would actually yeah. probably like that. Oh, I think, uh, don't be wrong. I like Call of Cthulhu. I just yeah. made the mistake of misunderstanding that it was Call of Cthulhu. That it was called like, or that it was just mechanically different. Yeah, I think Rob had the most fun out of any of us this week. So that's awesome. Oh, yeah, so. that, that I haven't even touched on the games. I've been playing a lot of Warhammer stuff. Like yeah, that. nothing. Nothing's gonna. Everything pales by comparison to that yeah. story. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. We'll move into uh, Battle Angel. Okay, so Battle Angel Alita, not to be confused with the 1993 OVA anime or the 2019 Alita colon Battle Angel from Fox Studios. First I appeared... I fucking know what was a thing. What's that? I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. I knew the yeah. OVA... The OV, OV. The OVA was a thing. I, this Fox thing is, I'm guessing, something completely different. Yeah, so so what we'll do is we'll go through the whole background of it, what kind of led up to the film okay. coming out, and then, right. and then we'll do a brief review, and then we'll spoil cast it. So okay, we'll sounds great. All right. So... Basically, first appeared in its manga form in Business Jump magazine, which is similar to Shonen Jump magazine, but just a different version of it, as early as 1990 and ran in manga format until 1995. So the major source material for uh, Battle Angel Alita the movie is, uh, or I'm sorry, Alita Battle Angel the movie is from Battle Angel Alita the manga. But her name in the manga is a little bit different. We'll get into that as well. Okay. So this is going way back. So created by Yukito Kishiro. So, I'm just sitting back in the chair just you know, going, okay, let's, let's it gets see where this crazy. journey takes me. It gets crazy. Get ready, man. So created, created by Yukito Kishiro, it is a cyberpunk slash technoir story and setting centered around Alita, a cyborg girl trying to find her place in the post-apocalyptic world after losing her memory and being reconstructed by Daisuke Ito, a cybernetics expert. For the 2019 film that was just released, Daisuke has been changed to Dyson, which suits actor Christoph Waltz better. So, because obviously he's not Japanese. Alita was named Galli. because he's also a vacuum. He is. <laughs> a little bit of vacuum of energy, you mean. <laughs> so, so, Alita was named Galli in the original Japanese version of the story. What so, was his name? Galli. Galli? Galli, yeah. Like, Galli, uh, like a boat? Wait, so it was still called Alita Battle Angel. It was not. Ah. Yeah, that's the westernized, yeah, uh. the westernized version. So, Alita Battle Angel wasn't named Alita until it actually became... The OVA was was dubbed over in English for American movies. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So that happened much later. So, uh, let's see. Only after... only The only other work I saw from Kishiro that I've, I've heard of is called Aquanite. Uh, so it's a manga that's currently running. And it's also about a warrior girl, but one who rides an orca and does so underwater. So female Aquaman. Yes, basically, yeah. That's also Battle Angel Girl. So, so it's in, like, the same story. Same no, thing. but no. it's not a cyborg. It's just another girl who's a warrior. Battle. Yeah, anyway. It's a specialty, okay? It's a specialty. <laughs> hey, man, I get it. You know, you, when you can only draw, like, one character, <laughs> you just gotta make it work. Just run with it, man. You I can draw I can draw two things, battle girls and orcas. <laughs> you know okay, what? you know what? Here's even, the deal. I don't even give a fuck, man. No. That, that's fine. I got Do a great it. idea for a manga, guys. We can make money on this. Yes, I'm in. So there's this girl. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. She may or may not be a robot. Okay. Good. Got it. Okay. But she rides on a pigeon. God damn. So she's okay. In the it's air. Brilliant. She's flying. Yeah, Every, brilliant. Everything involves flying. And she wears so, the pigeons like shoes. Yeah. Hold and then she. Hold, hold <laughs> on. Wait. Sit. Hold on. Can we. She's a teenager. So it's just teenage oh, angst. All right. Yeah. Is she like like a regular person size or is she like a fairy? No, she she's a regular person size with okay. pig, pigeons on. They're her. large pigeons. Okay, They're large pigeons. Like, could these can these be songbird from Bioshock? 
Oh, <laughs> now we got ourselves an anime. No, that that would make it good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And creative. All right. Still not sold. Still not sold. I like it. Keep going. So the story in both the manga and the film pick up 300 years after a world-changing event called, quote, The Fall, which was the result of a conflict called The Great War. And the film picks up in the year 2563. Oh, yeah. I just I figured that's when, that's when she just fell because it was The Fall. Yeah. The Fall. Like fallen angels. Like biblically. Oh, I, I think that's the idea. Holy <laughs> because shit! Because the fall, the fall was when the cities no. fell. No, yeah. There's actually there's a the there's whole bunch m- of that lore that made no sense to me. But I'll get into that. Oh later. no, the way it was delivered in the movie, yeah, there was definitely some gaps. Oh, not, there. not yeah. even just there's that, meaning but... there that I never even. So in the manga, there's a floating city where the affluent of the time reside called Tefaris. For the purpose of the 2019 film, the place is now called Zalem. and the place where they reside in the film is called Iron City, which is underground, right? Which is called Salem in and Scrapyard in the manga and OVA anime interchangeably. So for the purpose of this discussion, we'll only be discussing Iron City, which is where in the film it takes yeah. place, and uh, Salem, which is in the film that's the floating city. Yeah. So okay. yeah, that, that's what we'll focus on. Yeah, where Bruce Banner resides. Where Bruce Banner, yes, ex- exactly. So. <laughs> Aha, you like that, eh? <laughs> so bad. So Battle Angel Alita, uh, really? Last Order. Oh, hold on, a- hold on. I, I don't get it. Am I just? Dumb? I don't, I don't understand. It's a huge spoiler. That... Oh! Oh, the pieces connect. You know, I, f- I forgot about him doing that, so... Ah. Okay, fair so, enough, moving on. Battle we'll Angel Alita La- uh, <laughs> Last Order was a follow-up and was published in a total of 19 volumes from 2000 to 2014, and Battle Angel Alita Mars Chronicle, which is a continuation of the stories, it's both a prequel and a sequel story, and is still being written. So it's still coming out. Huh. Yeah, one bit after another. That explains the movie. The pre-sequel. Yeah. So that's the background of the actual manga and anime. Uh, Now, the property was acquired by James Cameron as long as 20 years ago. So for a Western release. Yeah, that's how he does things. He gets them and he gestates them for an unreasonably long time. They're, quote, gestated. Yeah. And then kind of makes something. And so he spent a long time developing the story for Western release, and uh, he was seeking to make the idea live action from the beginning, but he never found the time to focus on the project because of small productions he got mixed and up 20 with. Like, years ago. Like, like Avatar? Like Avatar. <laughs> Just very tiny, minuscule productions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James Cameron. Little, little art house Shut films. Little art house films. Years. No, l- listen, guys, I don't have time for a Wait, Titanic come I, out? I, I, let's say, I'm, wor- I'm working on an indie movie called Titanic. It's got this you know, nobody actor called. You know. <laughs> It'll sink. <laughs> so, somehow, Avatar rose to be... <laughs> Spoilers, everybody. Spoilers. No, that was a great... That was a great... I don't know about the double entendre. That was, <laughs> was it? Yeah. It that was, was good phenomenal. timing. It was good timing. So, to his credit, he did go, end up making the most successful movie of all time in, in Avatar up to yeah. this point. So, good good for him. Good for Really? Him. I, I thought Avatar The Last Airbender sucked. Yeah. <laughs> It, Sorry, it wasn't Shyamalan's best work. <laughs> Sorry, continue. And then, and then uh, but it never, it never materialized. Uh, in oh, sorry, let me, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. I mean, here. it did materialize. So Cam- Cameron said in 2003 that this would be his next project after his TV series Dark Angel, but it never materialized as he started Avatar right after Dark Angel. Right. Right. So in 2008, uh, Cameron said that the interview that Alita was one of two trilogies he was working on at the time. The second being Avatar. Which is now not three films, but it is now five films. Oh, Avatar is going to be so many more than yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to be so many films, dude. It's going to be... A, no, it'll be a show. We it'll, are It'll going, be a show. We are working on driving Avatar into the ground, basically. No, I'm actually okay with that. Avatar is phenomenal lore. If they can only explore it 
properly with like enough stuff without you know making a shit movie yeah i think it'll do great yeah i think so too and, i think uh, like, i don't think the first movie was like anything to write home about i think it only aside from the like surface, really. te- from a tech standpoint it was te- it's, sure the tech of it yeah. was absolutely but no phenomenal. but i mean like but as far as i'm as far as i'm concerned the first avatar movie was a glorious tech demo yeah, no, of, of course. But I thought it was great. But the thing was, like, there was a lot of world-building lore that they dropped hints of. Like, it seemed like it was just, like, the art department or something, like, pretty much put stuff together. And it was, like, great stuff. But they never focused on it. And I was like, guys, what are you doing? Should I rewatch this movie? Because yeah. I, I feel like I, I must have missed out on a lot no, of No, yeah, there's a lot of, like, small detail stuff that they okay. did that was actually really, really good. Um, but, like, every other James Cameron movie, it it is not... I'll get into it after. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, the ambition was probably what led uh, James Cameron to outsource the making and direction of the film. First to Alfonso Cuaron of Gravity fame. So he made Gravity, an Oscar winning film. And 2013, uh, that ultimately fell through and the mantle was passed to Robert Rodriguez in 2017. And that's when pre-production began. Yeah. Officially, hmm. so it was a, about a twenty-year road <laughs> to get yeah. it into into live-action format. In, Ron, in Rodriguez is a great person too, especially for uh, action sequences. Yeah, yeah, and he's done some offbeat phenomenal. stuff, right? Yeah. So, and and certainly with action and in terms of special effects, he's done a lot of that as yeah. well. So, definitely, Robert Rodriguez is a great person for it. Uh, I did like too this influence in terms of sort of his more gorier work kind of played out in yeah. this movie a couple times. It was yeah. really good to see because I'm pretty sure, like, what, what was it like PG-13? Or like, what's the equivalent uh, in Canada? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, was yeah. having to when I just as I finished the movie with the guys I watched it with, I did make a comment that because of how well animated a lot of the cyborg men were, yeah. cyborg people, whatever. Yeah. I, you, I know that the there's the whole logical. Okay, listen, we can cut off the head of a robot. That's totally fine. Totally, but you can't yeah. do it to a human in movies right. at, at certain ratings. Right. And I, there was moments where even the robots were being torn apart. Where I'm going, sure. Jesus, this Damn. is intense. Well, it's because Damn. they made them so lifelike. They did yeah. an incredible job. Yeah, they were, they were they weren't to... ro- but they weren't robots. They were humans that are augmented. Well, yeah, their brains. But they, are but they their brains in their but heart. The, yeah, really. but that's. So yeah, no, okay, I get it, I get it. But what I'm they saying, they clearly found a loophole. No, is what it's I'm a loophole. Saying. Yeah, hundred percent. But a loophole that I still felt bad, and like I still felt as far as pain the film rating, for these people. As far yeah. as the film's rating board is concerned, they definitely found a loophole. Yeah. <laughs> they yes. got away with a lot in this. You know, you know why, so. though? It's because a lot of the people on those rating boards look at a cyborg and like, so it's a robot? Yeah, it's a robot. Give us a lower rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, totally like, just any, a robot. Anybody, it's a completely different set of standards, you're right. Anybody with like 10 seconds of sense when it comes to like this kind of like lore would be like, so you're killing people who are augmented. That's like going over to a guy who has a prosthetic limb and, like, killing him and being like, yeah, but he's like a robot, right? Yeah. It's like, no! <laughs> I think that was one, speaking of, like, the, the violence topic, yeah. that's one thing that confused me about this movie that I had a hard time with. Yeah. I had a hard time uh, reconciling, is what I'm saying. Uh, there was a lot of theme there and, and simplicity where there's, like, the love story as a teen. Sure. There was kind of a teen um, yeah. angst to it. Sure. And I was very confused by who they were marketing this movie to. Yes. Because on one hand, there's just all this teen angst. I felt yep. like it was designed for a female teen, you know, yeah. learning who she... Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's the story of a, a girl growing uh, to, to an adult. Yeah, basically. basically. Yeah, it's, it's a coming-of-age story. Coming-of-age yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. And so the other, sort of a father-daughter element yeah. as well. And the other half was like The Surge. If you yeah. ever played it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was like, okay, who are you marketing this towards? Teenagers who have love interests and are trying to grow up? Or violent adults? Fucking take your pick. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I was, yeah. Well, we'll get into that later because yeah. I, I think, I think in the end, it became clear who they were marketing it to. So because, uh, man, 
Hugo. But we'll get into that in spoilers. We'll get into that. In spoilers. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I was like that. I was like, I was like, I was, good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, as, as far as the non-spoiler information goes, I think you're right about the visual effects. So obviously, in this, there's a lot of mocap that they did to create the cybernetic characters. I think a lot of understatement. And it's it was pretty pretty damn incredible. I'm so actually okay I, with it. I'm shocked yeah. that they were able to pull it off for $200 million, to be honest with you. That was so, only wow, $200 million? Only $200 million production budget, yeah. yeah. Wow. And they, wow. they pulled off quite a feat. So this thing was in completely CG'd out. And, in the and immortal somehow, words of Owen Wilson, wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. Like, wow. <laughs> no, that's actually really impressive. But that's got to speak to a whole thing of like, hey, the special effects industry is gonna must be really cheap right now. Yeah. Like, in the sense of like, a lot of things are becoming more available. There was a lot of CG in that. Yeah, they did yeah. an incredible really job cheap. with it. They did an incredible or really job good good work. I mean, not cheap. I mean, yeah, no, no, it was cheap but good. Yeah, so it was. It was uh, affordable. I was looking to see it it who way. did the um, who did the the. Okay, the, it, it was actually it was actually Weta. Oh, of course it's Weta. Yeah, they own the they own that kind of. thing. Well, right it's now. probably they, are they associated with 20th Century Fox? I have no idea. So mm-hmm. I guess no, no, that would be more like Lucas Lucas uh, works. Uh, or Lucas, but it was it was actually yeah. Robert Rodriguez uh, Troublemaker Studios in Austin, Texas, where they did the filming for it. Interestingly, oh, so, okay, yeah, kind of cool, kind of cool. So anyway, we'll get a little bit into cast here. So again, non-spoiler stuff still going down. Uh, rounding out the cast, some big names actually. Uh, Christoph Waltz was in this as uh, as Doctor yeah. Dyson Ito, obviously hailing always as, a phenomenal uh, actor. Oh, he's great! Yeah, he was Hans Landa. He's been in a couple Tarantino films, but he was yeah. Hans Landa in Glorious Bastards. Uh, he was also in. Um, Django. Uh, Django Unchained as I can't remember what the German guy's name was in it. Did they even ever have a name or was it just King? the German? Something I don't King, know. I think. Yeah, but uh, so he was in it as well. Um, I I would say in the past he's someone who I've seen uh, sort of a range of performances from uh, in terms of quality, but it, he was he was decent in this. He was very very good. Yeah, and I think he filled the role. He well. didn't play a deep character, but he played the character no, he well. Didn't. He didn't. He played yeah. He played a. I won't reveal who he was in the film, because that's getting into spoilers. But yeah, it's basically he's a father figure to Alita, and he helps put her back together at the very, very beginning. So yeah. Yeah. that's not a spoiler, yeah, I think. Yeah, I know. He, he played the character well. Rosa Salazar, up-and-coming uh, Latina actress, actually played uh, Alita, so a cyborg warrior. So she's revealed to be... Well, I'm not going to say, because we're not in spoilers yet. Yeah. This is tough. This is very, very tough to get through this without spoilers. Hammer through. Hammer through. So Hugo played her love interest in a movie played by Kean Johnson. I have my own opinions about him. Freaking Mahershala Ali was in this. Yeah. So, funny enough, also in Green Book, the film that just won uh, yeah. Academy Award for Best Picture. So, he's a great actor. I've seen him in a lot. Jennifer Connelly was Wait, in this. Who, who, who? Well, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. So, uh, Jennifer Connelly was in this. Ed Skrine was in this. You would know him as he played in the first Deadpool. He was yeah, the enemy. The what was his name? Yeah. Yeah, Ajax. Yeah, Ajax. Yeah. yeah. I'll spell it out for you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So oh, he I'll played. spell it your name. So he was in this as well as one of the main cyborg guys who they were fighting against. Uh, his name was Zapan. Zapan? Zapan? Zapan. Yeah. Zapan. Yeah, and uh, this is interesting. Jackie Earl Haley. So one Rorschach from Watchmen was actually Gravitchka, who was the big, he was the big cyborg. What? Yeah. yeah. I did, not, I did know that. not recognize yeah. him at all. That's wild. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. Wild. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So they did a good job wow. there. I had no idea that was him. That's yeah. amazing. So Casper Van Dien played a character called Amok, Amok, and mm-hmm. I don't know who that is, but Casper Van Dien, you know him from uh, the first Starship Troopers and like the third. He was like the main guy, the, the uh, main Rico. guy. Rico. Yeah. yeah, he played. Who is it's some character called Amok? Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the other cyborgs. Yeah, it's probably one of the cyborgs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't I realize didn't until just him. now. Same as Jackie Earl Haley. Okay, I didn't, so. I didn't recognize him. So okay. 
And then, uh, interestingly, uh, you you find out, and I'm not going to reveal who he played in the non-spoiler section, but Edward Norton is also in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So kind of a surprise, too. Yep. So we'll get into that that a little bit later. But yeah, uh, Jai Courtney was in this as well, uh, briefly. It was just a cameo as as one of the um, uh, motorball racers. Mm. Yep. And then uh, one of the champions. And then Michelle Rodriguez was actually in the film appearing as Gelda, a cyborg warrior from Mars who trained Alita. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in one of the flashback point, sequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point. So and then uh, cool. So we'll get into spoilers now, man, because I don't know if we I can talk anymore about oh, this stuff. Oh, hold on, oh, hold on. Before we go into spoilers, we should. Can't. I found the I don't I, visually amazing movie. Yep. Yeah. I think story wise and character wise, it lacked a bit. So <laughs> I would put it out of like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a. Five Nintendo games out of Chrono Trigger. So okay, oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Because there's okay. like a thousand Nintendo games in Chrono Trigger, though. Because it's the best, like the best Nintendo game. I uh, nine out of ten. <laughs> All right, five five out of ten. Okay, five out of ten. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. I just needed a, a stupid thing. Five, We've come up five with frogs. many rating systems. Yeah. Many, many rating systems. Yeah, I f- figured I'd try well, my hand. What would one. you say for this movie? Um, I would probably place this movie at, at a pretty solid 6 out of 10 if I was going on the same scale. Uh, I thought that visually, one of the best movies I think I've probably ever seen. Visually, uh, The pacing was very, very good. At no point was I bored or taken out of the movie by pacing. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Alita... Sorry, Rosa Salazar's acting in it. I thought she was rock solid. Mm-hmm. I think she was the, the easily the most rock solid one in the film, acting wise. The big eyes didn't bother me at all, like I thought they would. In fact, nah. uh, I I actually appreciated the expressiveness of her character because you're really bought in on Alita right away. And, and I, think, I think the big eyes had something to do with that. Yeah. It so it's no, it's, like, it's a it's a it's a thing. It's like a psychological yeah. thing. It is, it's yeah. weird, but yeah. So at no point though, you know, did I feel anything but but just you know sort of. Uh, uh, compassion, you know what I mean, for her character, and I think they did a good job of that right from the beginning. But overall, yeah, I genuinely enjoyed the film, and it's funny because I've been listening to like sort of a lot of like tech noir sort of music lately, sort of eighties theme music, and this was like the perfect film to kind of cap that off. Uh, this little run that I've been doing, nice. and yeah, entertainment. So honestly, it was it was kind of the film that I needed right now. It was just a good, it was just a good solid action flick. And uh, it wasn't, it, you know, in my opinion, didn't have too many layers below that. But, uh, man, it, it was good. It was really, really solid. And I'm thrilled to see that it's made its money back and then some because it looks like uh, we might even get a sequel. Yeah, no, I think there will be, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially how it kind of plays. Yeah, so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll tie that up so, in spoilers. So what's your, what's your spoiler-free review? Okay. I'm probably going to say uh, either five, 5.5 or 6. Uh, because of the actors did, I thought, a great job. I thought the story was eh, not great. I've seen it done better, and I'll mention that in the spoiler. Okay. Um, and graphically, it was it was good. So, I mean, like, overall, um, as far as popcorn flicks go, I think it was over and above a popcorn yeah. flick, but I yeah. didn't think it was anything that was, like, necessarily to write home about. Okay, but like it was, I thought it was like it was cool. a solid movie. So, so getting into spoilers yeah. then. So, which sure. I'll timestamp once I do the edit for this. Yep. So, getting into spoilers then. Uh, what would you say? You said it's derivative of something else. Or? Speed Racer, two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, okay. Same, same fucking movie. Yeah. They do the yeah. the race at Thunderhead, which is the first mortal because, yeah, yeah. thing, and, and the motivation is to be the, the champion because yep. there's some yep. reward that comes with being a yep. champion. And then, yeah, yeah. And then think okay. about it, all the way down the Grand Prix when he when Speed Racer hits the Grand Prix, it's the same thing with Alita. Everybody's gunning for them. Yeah, and it's all like one big race. The whole set is like it's it's the exact same fucking movie. Yeah, yep. if you go beat for beat, it's pretty. The whole motorball storyline felt very forced. 
right? It felt yeah. very forced, and it was just to drive home the point of uh, everybody's against you. There's a there's a price in your head. It's yeah. not official. It's some you know crime boss. It was Vector, right? So yeah. played by Barashala Ali, who's running the races, who wanted her dead, right? For for his boss. Yeah, and so. the naive main character who thinks that things should all be one way, but it's not. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a, it, like I said, it's a, it's 2008 Speed Racer. Just I thought Speed Racer yeah. did it better. To to its credit, not all of the action sequences took place in the motorball ring, right? No. Some some it, the best well, action sequences took place outside the, of that. Uh, yeah, the motorball even with speed was, wasn't that way. Like, yeah, I, I didn't care for the motorball. I, I felt that could. I be thought it was. Out. I thought it was visually cool. I thought that it should have been either a bigger focus or cut. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. It, yeah, yeah, correct. Exactly. I, I like that she used the motorball itself. The ball. Like the metal, yeah, yeah as a weapon, bouncing a around weapon. as a weapon, like yeah, that. No. weight to her. No, I thought, yeah. I thought, I thought it was cool. Like I thought, I was like, okay, cool, I get it. I like, uh, I like what this is essentially based off of as, as a sport. Yeah. And then um, it was just like a cybernetic version of it with a bunch of like, let's just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. I like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I yeah. can, I can. I Speaking can of the action it. and the way she moved and everything, I liked the references that they made to like her size and her momentum as yeah. her force for fighting, right? Yeah. So it's, all, it's a very anime thing to do to get into like the actual fighting style and what makes it effective. To be so, fair, there were, there were times in that movie where I could palpably feel that the laws of physics <laughs> just didn't matter. And yeah. Oh, wrong. totally! I can, totally. I can, ex- I can yeah. suspend my disbelief. So, so the fact that she's also yeah. uh, like a, you know, uh, like six hundred ton creature. That well, but that's like what I'm saying. Yeah, she's also, on a couch. she's also an extremely, an extremely heavy, you know, being compared to a human because she's a cyborg. And they, you know, yeah, they so use the, the so Chobits explanation. Right, right. So there's some things they just <laughs> didn't the try explaining. She's got, she's powered, so that obviously that takes all the weight off. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I thought. That's yeah. that's how I took it. Yeah, yeah. So, but I did think she was like the weight of a regular. 15 year old girl though no. no yeah no they so my problem the pacing was quick yeah um my i had a problem with <laughs> so when i like i mentioned before when you play D, when you play pathfinder there's kind of a an agreeance of hey listen this is the player character sometimes you just got to go with the story sometimes your character has to make decisions that are maybe counter to the character mm-hmm. or don't make quite sense mm-hmm. because you have to fit into a group. You have to get the story going. You have yeah. to get the story yeah. going. You have to you have to fit into a group. But I don't feel like a movie or a show has to follow those same rules because you control the universe. You control every aspect yeah. of it. And I felt Alita's acceptance of her waking up was just a little too kind of, I think, the serial yeah. killer. <laughs> and, and they did it. They did it. You're right. So, so well, you're talking uh, about from the moment she awoke, she was fine with being awake what and is having this? a body. What is this? This is yeah, so yeah. great to see. And you're like, uh, you just woke up in a world 300 yeah. laters. I get it. You have, you have no memories of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And yet the first thing you do when you go outside and see cars and almost get yeah. by a car isn't to go, holy shit, this is scary. My universe is all fucked up. Yeah. Your first reaction is to go, this is great. I'm like, okay, you're a serial killer. Lady. Orange yeah. is rule. Woo. <laughs> yeah. the, way, the way I saw it was that she was super naive and that, uh, the, even though she didn't remember anything like, like her battle stuff that was like, you know, inherent, I guess. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. reflex. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it's the same thing with her fear receptor because as a berserker, you would assume that that fear receptor okay. would be turned out. Yeah. So that was that, that was how I, that was how I separated that. And yeah. that was, I was like, okay. and they explained the rest of the way with amnesia as best they could. Right? Yeah. So she didn't remember that, anything, so she doesn't have a reason to not want to be waking up. I guess. Yeah. Okay, so. that, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was my reasoning for it. And I was like, oh, this is probably good. I'm like, they probably didn't write it that way, but I'm like, yeah. 
<laughs> there was a my, comment. My, that my was, brain filled in the holes better. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's pretty good. There's a comment made by one of my buddies that I went to go see Scott. Yeah, um, and he made a best real, analysis guy ever. <laughs> yeah, he made a funny point. So at the start of the movie, um, Doctor Doctor Dyson, yeah, is going through a junk pile. Yep, uh, from like the the pooped out junk from the city above. Yeah, so there's yeah. the floating city, and, and that's where all the stuff is Zalem, and that's that's yeah. where all the stuff is falling. Yeah, from, it's right? falling from yeah, there. It shows so at the beginning, yeah. there's literally they show you shit falling from the sky. Yeah. And landing in this junker, and he's not, not literal shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff. Yeah. And he, maybe literal shit. I don't maybe, know what they're doing. They're yeah, they they do mention there's people down. up there. So, um, yeah. so they like there's this whole okay, and he's going through, and and they start the scene off by showing stuff fall, and then they kind of follow it or whatever, and they, they you find him on the junk pile. I don't I don't understand. Scott made the comment of it seems really weird that a guy's walking through a junkyard where there are things that are clearly hitting terminal velocity, uh, following you, and never once does he look up. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit strange because he was right in the path. I didn't notice of, of it. I didn't yeah, You yeah. know what? I didn't notice. That. I didn't care because it's art. But it, good on Scott for yeah. recognizing that if you're yeah. in this junk pile, there's a good chance you're, you're going to look an up. Eye out. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye out for yeah. the air conditioner that's falling <laughs> from high orbit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what? Awesome. And 100 percent agree. <laughs> How my brain fills that in is that at that point in his life, he just didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, because like if you think about it, think of all the things that you learn about that character, and like until Alita, he really didn't have a reason to live. Well, we, we can we can reveal too that that he is uh, a so-called hunter warrior in the yeah. film. So he's somebody who hunts uh, the cyborgs that that he's have gone hunter. rogue basically to keep his yeah. clinic open. Yeah, because right. he's, he's doing shit business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's helping everybody. I'm not free. upset by that. That in no way no, detracted no, from the movie. No. I just thought it was a funny, oh, that's uh, analytical. I, I someone saw that and realized. So it. so Alita gets out and she's out in the streets, then exploring for the first time, and she meets her first friend. So comes her, oh, her my best God. friend and one time lover. Yeah, that was, there was uh, his that name was, is Hugo. It felt really forced. and um. God damn, that whole character was forced. I have I, seen arranged marriages that are less forced than that. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. It's, it's true. Brutal. It's just like, oh, it's look, brutal. the first man with a penis that she sees, she's clearly in love with yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. lady, you need to get out in the world. This character, this Hugo guy, he is the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You yeah. can get better. <laughs> Just look. And I just, yeah. I don't get the actor, man. Like, the guy was no good, and I just, I don't understand why, like, you had 20 years to develop this film, and this is the dude you end up with? Like, yeah. you're, like, shocked by it. How did yeah. you get this guy? I think I never... Well, why could... even do the love interest at that point? That's what I said. I don't... Yeah. Why? It should have been, like, a coming-of-age story. Because yeah. they, because not they, a, they not rushed... A, not a, I gotta get laid Well, they, they rushed the love interest right at the end, too, right? Just yeah. to kind of, just to kind of pump it oh, up. Oh, no, more. but I thought the way that that resolve was fantastic. Well, the I didn't. You know, I'll say all, I'll say all the, seven pieces of it. The very end result. No, yeah, the very end result. I think I you guys say, missed what I was going with that. Yeah, yeah. The very end result. No, although I'm glad the character happy. Is gone. God. God damn it! He was in many pieces. So it, my it, favorite thing about that movie is that the character jump, I hate died horribly. Jumping ahead, the, the part where she's got his fucking head. I love it. Her jacket. <laughs> it was so fucked. <laughs> it was so fucked. No, that was the dumbest fucking thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Like, what do you, what do you say? This guy who you love, like, you, you could just like, it's, it's okay. Like, listen, I get that it's normal to be a cyborg in this world with a human face, but like, you just cut your boyfriend's listen, head off. I love my wife. If I had to, <laughs> I'd put her head in my jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is really fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so she hooks his and, head up to her and heart. You would, you would think that these Centurion things would like scan it and go, uh, "Why is the head have a have a fucking 
pulse. Why, why is her? Why is that? Why are they even identifying it as the target? If it's connected to her, it, they should just be like, okay, so it's her. She's yeah, kind of like, a, like a machine it. should not make that distinction, right? If you're you're giving off an identification, well, I though, think they're just going based on the the face, the physics of the face, like the yeah, the, it's, yeah. So. But they cut his fucking head off, man. I'm yeah. like, what Great. the hell? They could have done. They could have done more. Um, <laughs> they could have. Fucking hated that character. Brain in her hand. <laughs> but like, no, the best part was like, we we brought him back, guys, so we could kill him again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, damn, I'm getting the best twofer in this movie. Die a thousand deaths. But like, it was like, why? Like, a lot of it, it didn't feel like it actually added to the movie at all no, no it didn't. and it was just it like i think to, to, to sit here on, on the on the shit on hugo bandwagon i think the my favorite in my favorite thing was the well favorite thing was the intro to whatever motorball or whatever the fuck it's called um with hugo's <laughs> like this is just a scrimmage and i totally had flashbacks of Power Rangers starting credits where they're all on rollerblades with helmets and, and shoulder pads. Like, we're awesome Wait, whoa, 90s, whoa, yeah. 90s just, teens. Look how cool I we are. I just like all these like human children are acting out, like fully human children are acting out with these cyborgs are doing to one another yeah. in the motorball ring, which is yeah. absolutely annihilating and murdering one another <laughs> I was in order to ca- for that. capture this ball. I was seriously hoping for that. Like the one kid Like that like, there would be men in, involved in there? No, like the one guy goes too far and they like like beats the shit out of Alita yeah, right? yeah. in that one thing. And I was like, please, Cameron, please tell me you wrote it this way. I'm like, because in my mind, I was thinking next time she gets up and she goes too far because she doesn't realize she's a zerker. Right. And like fucking puts her fist See, through this guy's face. You and know, I was like, yes. Yeah. You know where yes. I, I lost it was so these, <laughs> these teenagers that are playing this, yeah. you know, motorball being 90s cool hip kids. They're they were human. Yeah. For the most part, they had no cybernetics. Right. No. Are you telling me that one of them is going to shoulder Alita and Alita isn't literally not going to notice? He's She's a, a giant metal yeah. machine. Well, he was, yeah. you, he was you what was shoulder- his name, Topher or Tashi or something? He's Tashi know. Battle Boy, okay? He's a battle boy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking He's know. not really. No. <laughs> he, the moment he, There's no battle boys in the movie. He literally like enough. elbowed her once, I think. Yeah. And the, my first thought was, well, there goes his elbow. It's yeah. it's fucked. That elbow. Yeah. The the weakest thing always breaks when you when you smash two items yeah. together. I don't know about you, but my elbow is far weaker than yeah. metal. So yeah. if I come at you full bore with a ro- rocket-powered fucking boots, yeah. and I put my shoulder into a steel bar, yeah, I know what's happening to my shoulder. Yeah, even if her like cage was like some kind of poly design, like the majority of her was metal. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't make any sense to me. He's like, oh, I can understand tripping her because right. you know she has yeah. to do calculate balance and she's yeah. a robot, so there's balance there. But just literally going shoulder to shoulder, you're not going to win that fight. Yeah. yeah. So at this point, it's revealed that that it was early in the film that Alita is a you said berserker, right? Yeah. She was part of the Erm forces, which yeah. is the uh, unified yeah, Mars, some kind of high tech Mars thing that yeah. lost a war, but we never know how they got hit so, all the way on Mars. And, th- so and that and that army ended up on Earth at some point to attack the floating cities, which were like the colonies on right. Earth. And then uh, in that, they brought down all of the floating cities except, except for, for Zalem, which is yeah. now floating above uh, Iron City. Yeah. So and that's that's where they're getting all the trash from, right? That yeah. Alita was found in, and they found so, the moon. What's that? And they fall on the moon. And, and, which was awesome. Was I moon, wanted to see more of that. There was a moon yeah, fight, and it was cool. That too. It was yeah. very, very cool. No, but like, that's what I'm saying, though. Is like, what, it was 300 years since that fight. In yep. that 300 years, this Mars technocracy never fucking sent Wave 2 Yeah, their battle angels. Yeah, presumably they're, they're like, still hey, out we there. took them all out except for one. Let's just send a second wave. And the way I interpret right. it was the 
they were losing the war, the Mars. Even yeah. though they had high technology, they were losing the war for whatever reason. See, that was never explained. So that was, so it was like a last-ditch right. invasion. They, I, I took that as a last-ditch um, invasion. And Fair. They, for, for that, you're right, they never explained it. I took it as a... This was their last ditch effort, so they kind of went nuclear and just took down the cities. Yeah, and when yeah. we don't have another choice. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Fair. Yeah, because they threw they threw their their best fighting force, which is the battle angels. Yeah, they, they threw all their angels. Okay, at cool. that's why I took it. Cool. Take ten seconds to explain that. I, I agree. Just yeah. you know, you killed the guy once, cut out the rest of it, and just fucking explain things. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Now, <laughs> I want to be clear. I'm being negative on all the aspects because they're the funny aspects. Yeah, but it is it is great to watch. No, don't get me wrong. Like that's why I said the movie was enjoyable. There was the like, scene where they're still. like, "Hey, Alita, Hugo, fuck Hugo." Um, where he's like, <laughs> "Alita, I want to show you something that I think you should care about. Look, it's a downed ship from the Mars army or whatever." Like, oh, yeah. okay, this is cool. No one's ever explored it. Well, why not? Because it's underwater. Bullshit. Oh, fuck you. Bullshit. I yeah, know. I called bullshit yeah. on that. Too. Yeah. I think I even said bullshit in the theater. <laughs> yeah. No, I. I was like, I'm like, no scrappers would have gutted that thing. Oh yeah. Right. Exactly. That thing wouldn't exist anymore. And they're like. Yeah, but who would have known the codes? I'm like, you clearly have never seen a down plane in Africa. Yeah. Uh, because core, it doesn't matter how locked those fucking doors are if you don't lock the wall, too. Yeah. Because yeah. like, people will just <laughs> peel that shit right off, like, guys. Oh, they didn't take it because they didn't understand the technology. Are you kidding me? We figured out the technology. Fucking Hugo's oh. like, well, how long can she really hold her breath underwater? Like, that's the real problem here? That's yeah. the problem? Like, fucking guy. Yeah. Like, Such an asshole. But no, like... The thing is, like, it doesn't matter if you understand the technology. It, it, somebody will be selling that shit anyway because, like, hey, look at this shiny thing. Yeah. It's, like, cool. but Or just metal. Yeah, it's just yeah, metal. Yeah, just rip it apart. So they're stuff, just going to yeah. rip it apart and be like, okay, I don't know what this is. Melt it down. Yeah. But, like, uh, other people would, yeah, rightfully, like, okay, Flying City has got this guy with a bunch mm-hmm. of technology. Doesn't Clearly doesn't have this Mars tech yet. Yeah, and there's a down fucking thing right in the vicinity of his thing of his. And, and like, he would he, totally have taken. Yeah, like he didn't know about it somehow. Uh, I don't think so, guys. <laughs> I I absolutely agree. I uh, mean, you could even take that and take it back to the beginning. Like, why is there you know the torso of a battle angel with a working you know antimatter heart still laying in a trash pile underneath Salem? I assume that that's going to be answered in another movie. Well, it might have, it might have just been laying there the whole time. It just recently got uncovered. Yeah, by one of no, the yeah, no, there, there's, there's a yeah. million reasons why yeah, yeah. it hasn't been. But but, but it's, uh, it's the same kind of irrelevance though with like the the ship that they he took her to that was underwater, right? It's like yeah. well, why it, haven't they why haven't yeah. they done this? There one? was a lot of suspend your disbelief in this movie yeah. for the sake of the action, right? Um, just to be cl- clinically uh, I, I, focused on things, yeah. I did notice the we- the oddity of she eats a full meal, so she'll eat like a full yes. meal like any other human. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, you need it to fuel your your brain and your right. heart, your human aspects. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. That's a reason. Totally. It's a reasonable. I said, why are you eating a whole meal? A whole meal fuels a body. Yeah, not just yes. a brain and a heart. Right, right. You right. should be eating a lot less than that. Yeah. I, I actually had thought about that. <laughs> I had actually thought about that. Just, um, though, uh, brain also explained that one too. Okay. Uh, the uh, what she's wearing, her body, mm-hmm. uh, is never explained what their what kind of power source it runs on. If it runs on some, it kind runs of, off her heart. The the, the first you're talking about the first yeah. body, the body that was well, meant yeah, for okay, so, yeah. so it can run yeah, off yeah. her heart, sure, right? But there's uh, other functionality, not just power required. There's like hydraulic stuff like that. Now, if it does any kind of matter, the blue stuff, 
Right, but if it That's doesn't hydraulics, but where does she get the refills for? Like those kind of things. Well, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's same place your transmission, your car gets the refills. Yes, from. but you can also do at this point. It's like self self producing or self lubricating. Could be yeah. it could be a matter conversion. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that's you're right. No, you're right. I'm ex- I'm explaining. Th- I'm over explaining things yeah. that wouldn't that probably are yeah, not. Yeah, this the was case. not the film. Yeah, but, but no, the, the problem that could be yeah. the problem I have with that is I, I literally just before coming but, here. But no, I thought the same thing when I saw yeah, it. Just before coming here, I watched an interview with Robert Rodriguez about it, and he was discussing you know taking things from the comic and making them real for the movie. Yeah, and one of his topics was I guess James Cameron is a stickler on it needs to be believable. Yeah, yeah. he's a stickler yeah. on that. So. To me, that felt really weird that he that this yeah, would just get washed stuff, over. Yeah. That there's this would just get washed over. Oh no, he cares for realism. Are you fucking kidding me? There's nothing. Nothing in this movie is realistic. Don't do that. This is a stylish, stylish movie. Yeah. Got great stylish action. If you yeah. suspend your disbelief, yeah. But don't sit here and tell me you did it because you wanted it to be realistic. No, yeah. It's like if you're going to be Star Wars, be Star Wars. Yeah, right. yeah. You'd go have your blue milk somewhere else. Yeah. It, it is. If you're a robot body, you're not going to eat food. That's so much more. It is so much more energy. To, to take food if you're going for realism if you're going for realism it's yeah. so much more energy to take food and convert it into blue lubricant yeah. than it is to just shove lubricant up your ass yeah like yeah here's your anima keep going yeah, yeah. so it just I, I kind of it was I was kind of miffed by the idea that you know oh well we we wanted to kind of merge realism yeah. with this manga like how about you just go for the manga I thought it, I thought it was weird how many items they changed from the manga to make it work for the movie names wise and things like that like Iron City or like Zalem right oh, so they're yeah. making making uh-huh. stuff more consumable for the movie but they didn't change the word Panzerkunst <laughs> which is two German words that literally translates to tank art yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't even call it that. Yeah, they called it, they called it Panzerkunst in the movie. But no, the but I'm time I'm thinking like, why are they talking about German in here? Like, I think they wanted to from? to sound um, like unique. And I thought it was Christoph Waltz's German coming out or something. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I forgot the word, so I call it Panzerkunst. <laughs> if that was actually the case, it would be hilarious. That would be so funny. Yeah, yeah. It is easier for me to say the Hasidic. So, but uh, dear old dad, he turns out to be a hunter warrior, right? Yeah, so best he's, character in the movie. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's one of these characters who's hunting down these rogue cyborgs who have bounties out on their heads, and that's how he's funding his clinic where he's just helping people with their cybernetics uh, yeah. for free, right? Uh, FYI, when you're gonna multi-class, don't just fucking make that the class name. It is now, buddy, and it's the only <laughs> class. It's, yeah, if you're gonna be a hunter and a warrior, don't be a hunter warrior. Be like something like a slayer or some bullshit. Like don't. <laughs> oh, that would have been fucking, so cool. Like, so, there's so many fucking names you could have went with it. You want fucking hunter warrior? That doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Do you hunt warriors? They, they literally could have just called them <laughs> bounty hunters. Yeah, we are bounty hunters. Okay, well, so, there is a word for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what do you do? <laughs> we find people who have bounties on them. We take them. So you're hunter warriors? No, we take people who have bounties no. on them. And we I hunt for people. Them. I hunt yeah. for people who have bounties in our heads. What well, don't you understand about yeah. this? Yeah. So, 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 so you call yourself hunter warriors? Yeah. <laughs> you realize that's called a bounty hunter? No, no, no. We're something different. You yeah. didn't hear me. <laughs> Let me repeat myself. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so the first body that he gives Alita is obviously the body that's been for his daughter, uh, who's since passed because yeah. a man who he implemented cybernetic parts on went crazy for drugs and killed her. Apparently, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a there was a weird bit about that where I was like I'm like siding with the wife because she's like freaking out understandably is like my daughter's body is now on this random chick yeah so his wife is is it turns out to be Jennifer Connelly and yeah. she's upset still that he's used the daughter's eyes. body what's that she still has gorgeous eyes yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly yeah 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 and uh, so yeah. she's she's she is upset yeah, yeah. That, and that I was like I was like yeah understandable but like 
and, and they did something really weird with Christoph Waltz's character where the, the, the doctor has done this and is really just projecting what he wants in a daughter on Alita. Right. Yeah. Right. But like they never really fully explained how he got there. Yeah. Like he, he's like, he essentially just fetishizes Alita, which is kind of like weird. It is. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it could have been, there a really wasn't cool, enough backstory. Yeah. There could have been a really cool story there, yeah. but they didn't, Develop it because they shorned in all the they other stuff. They should have realized that oh, they started they the movie. They clearly wanted the important story of Hugo involved. They Ryan, well, yeah, they, they wrote it all off for Hugo. They so Ryan Johnson. They the fucking movie. They should have started the movie with the story of how his daughter died, and then jumped to the future. I don't even think they had to do that. They that could have come up halfway in the story. They like, should have had Hugo explain it through like, like the headsets because he likes talking through the headsets, right, on the intercoms. To be fair, it could have just been. It could have just come out in a moment of. You know, oh, basically, was... he is trying to impose what she should and should not do and how she should live her life. And it should come out in a moment of, well, you're not my real dad. And he goes, and he should have an existential crisis of, shit, she's right. Yeah. And then yeah. that's when we get the story of his kid right. and so on yeah. and so forth. Well, uh, and, I... and they do a rebelling story arc, too, right? Where she decides to become a hunter-warrior against his wishes. And she decides to uh, go battle the other hunter-warriors against his wishes. Yeah. To which the daughter's body, who she's currently using, gets absolutely annihilated. Right, and yeah. then and then she has to get it replaced with the body she actually wanted, which is her, you know, Mars combat Mars body. Berserker body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think she did that on purpose? See, I thought that, but no, that was too smart for her as a character. No, but like, <laughs> yeah, seriously, right. she wasn't seriously though. Like, she never her, yeah. anything ahead. No, yeah. she she yeah. was yeah. very in the moment. That's true. And I thought that that would have been really cool if they had done it that way, which they didn't. And I can understand why they didn't because it wouldn't have made sense uh, the way that they had the character played up at that point. Yeah. But it was like, man, there was a part of me where I was like, that is either the most crafty fucking motherfucker yeah. or this is like the best chain she was of impulsive. events. She yeah, she was an impulsive done. character. There was a good, there was a good misdirect it, too with, with Hugo when she's trying to give Hugo her heart. So, because obviously she's impulsive, she doesn't plan things out. And yeah. you think at that point, like, oh, Vector has said, get the heart from Alita. Uh, so, but he ends up refusing it because he's like falling in love with her. Her yeah. hard body, as they call it. <laughs> like... It's their term, not mine. Don't laugh. <laughs> you know what? In all honesty, that would have been such a great moment in the film if she actually did that and he took it. Yeah. And, like, we found out, like, oh, shit, he doesn't actually feel anything for her. And then Christoph Waltz's character went to go get her heart back. Yeah. yeah. That would have been That would have been awesome. There yeah. you go. And, that and that's, what, that's how they reconnect, reconnect after, after some like, emotional yeah, exactly. break. Well, because uh, that's what it was. At that point, she was, like, rebelling, right? Yeah. So it was, like, that would have been so good. And I'm like, man. So, and then there's recurring characters in the movie. Gravishka, who's like the big cyborg, who she sort of disabled at the beginning. And Angry Russian came guy. back and destroyed her first body. And then she had to fight again toward the end, who she handily beat very easily at the very end with her new I body. never quite understood. The, there's this great and powerful man wizard um, go, who goes by the name of Edward Norton, who <laughs> is like, I have all these Nova. powers in the world. Nova. Like, I'm, you know, I have all these powers in the world, and I'm going to send a fuck up. Yeah, three times, and I'm yeah. also going to possess him <laughs> at various points to, to drive the plot and story yeah, forward. But I'm not going to just possess him. And but do I'm not going to possess him and do the killing. Do the killing yeah, no, that was it was really Saturday morning villain. Yeah, really it looked was. so stupid with the white hair and the glasses. I thought it. I actually thought it looked. Cool. I, I thought, thought it looked so too. Dumb. I thought it, no. I thought it looked cool. But the problem was, I thought was it that looked cooler once he took the goggles off. I'm like, oh, it's Ed Norton. <laughs> yeah, no, it. but I liked it before because he would look like that old Saturday morning villain. That's what yeah. he looked. He did look like a straight up Saturday morning villain, which was fine for the. 
the manga. Yeah, I, I'm you, not against like like a white lab coat type villain. I thought it was good. I love it. The only thing, the only regret I had with that movie is that we did not know anything about this guy. There was no reason to hate him. There was no reason to hate the doctor. Yeah. There was also no reason for him to be in the movie. <laughs> as far so, as I can tell, it was just it was just somebody. Well, who he was could they, look up the idea is like angrily at from the ground. Well, he yeah, was, he's like a puppet master. That's, yeah, what yeah. that's what they're trying to play off. But they did it really poorly. Right. It was just like oh man, it was just that's what this movie was. It felt like it was like um, a bunch of like missed opportunities amongst what could have been a much better movie but it still ended up being a good movie so you can't hate it dude and, and it's the like, scene where oh. they kill jennifer connelly's character off so you see her like walking out of the room after after she's quote-unquote quit yeah right from working for vector in, in nova so she's walking out of the room and then you hear the stomping of gravishka outside yeah. the door and but you know she's in trouble coming? but then like five minutes later they refer to her and uh vector opens up the box the crate oh, i love it yeah. and it has her eyes organs and organs, and <laughs> yeah, like RoboCop style. No, I don't like that. Hold on, hold on. It's like what the fuck just that, happened? That's a, that's an interesting question that I think they never quite dealt with. So that was the the boss fight of yeah. this movie. So yeah. you know, Alita finally approaches uh, Cottonmouth, and <laughs> yeah, Mahershala Ali from Only Way Luke I Cage. Saw Him Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it approaches yeah. Cottonmouth. He had, and say he had the same character arc. I think. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. absolutely same fucking character. And okay, so he approaches Cottonmouth and is like, "Hey, I'm going to stop you." And then Nova takes over, and Nova pisses her off because Nova doesn't give a shit if he pisses her off and, and has his yeah. vessel die. It's not yeah. his problem. Which I like that too. Yeah, actually, but like... the, there's still a box. Yeah. With Jennifer Connelly's organs in it. Yeah. And Alita's just like, I'm going to take you. Flash forward to, to, to you know, to become a Dora. <laughs> yeah. And like, wait a second. Hold on. What happened with the body parts? Did you tell Dyson Edo that his ex-wife <laughs> is now, like, cut up in a box waiting I, to go up to Nova? They, all <laughs> they fucked <laughs> is that I didn't even think about this <laughs> either. All I, I, I was expecting I was expecting to see the scene where, you know, she's doing the rollerball. And there's, you know, the doctor... And his wife, and they, she's in a whole cybernetic body. Yeah, and, yeah, and he's, yeah. They're both thought, going, "Look, it's my kid. This is awesome." I was expecting to see her in robot form, and heart, like that's a, a major suit, yeah. missed opportunity. Yeah. Is Dyson Edo finding out like his ex-wife, the mother of his deceased child, has now been brutally what? murdered and dismembered? Jesus yeah. fucking god damn it! You guys got to make these things in a show. It's not movies. Stop doing this, or 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 true. just end it way sooner. Like yeah, if or it, cut if out was, the cut out the shit that nobody gives a fuck yeah, about. Yeah, if it was like like Hugo, so just cut him completely yeah. out. Just like fucking. we don't need him. No, we don't need him though. That's <laughs> we the don't. problem. It's like he didn't serve a purpose. No, nope, not really. He didn't. He wasn't in, an engaging love interest. He showed her the beauty of Zalem. No, he didn't. Though. No, he didn't actually. He just like, showed her that's where it is. It's like <laughs> it was just it's so depressing because like like they're they've gone with a really strong female lead, which yeah. is like you know demographic. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. sure. But like I'm all about it. But the problem is like. Make the story fit what you're trying to accomplish here, yeah. guys. You want something to be epic, make it epic. Don't shoehorn in some bullshit love affair thing. Like, get rid of it. I Amanda made a, a, a two funny comments. First of all, she agrees that this would have served better as a series. Yeah. yeah. As like a, a HBO or Netflix series or something like that. Yeah. Would have cost them the same amount most, of money, too. Most so. big world things like this are almost always going to be better if as a show. that yeah. much going on, do, that do many a, moving parts. Do, a, yeah. do an like an eight or ten episode series, yeah. done. Move on to the next season. Yeah, yeah. But the other comment she made was Hugo. Again, this is shit on Hugo Day because um, that's waste, what I'm going to name a waste of time and money. Um, <laughs> so he made a decision. She's like, "Hey, we talked about the Hugo head in a jacket." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ja- <laughs> 
<laughs> you go in a box. That's gonna be my Halloween costume. Like, like seriously, seriously, that's gonna be my Halloween so costume. So she do it. I'm, I'm doing it. That's so, fucking sick, dude. So she, she saves Hugo. Oh, I have to demand right after sword. Hugo fucks up and you know puts himself in a problem. I, I, I we'll talk about that in a second. I don't. I didn't even understand what the fuck he was doing anyway. He just the reason he gets into this position is because he decides on the night of his girlfriend's most important night of the uh, uh, based yeah. on that time. He decides, I'm going to go looking for trouble. I can't just go to the battle box yeah. and then, and then after the it. next day go to my friends and well, say, Hey, Rob, listen, you know, I know you no, did no, the no. thing last He has to go time. find his friends right now who, who are in the midst of hacking apart a cybernetic person sure. to get together like, listen, their parts. Yeah. what I do yeah, yeah. I'm going to stop you. <laughs> they're in the midst was, of murdering someone. I was someone. really hoping, like, when they're doing that, that, the guy who's getting hacked up will be like, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, yes, you when they were trying to like get me not chopped up. Can you please get me to like the authorities? It's like all the cops. Yeah, it's like fuck. Yeah, and, and it's and it, that's a great scene because Zapan shows up and he's like trying to frame them for murder. Marzipan so they all get shows up. Yeah, yeah. Marzipan, oh, no. I, I Marzipan, the, Marzipan shows up. I love the Mar- Marzipan shows up and and, and cuts the guy. So like you murder him, like dude. Your sword is one of the sharpest things known. They're going to figure out that this. this if a cop sword did can't this, look yeah. at this 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 neck cut and yeah. go, well, there's clearly only and one then, sword. And then he, that, chops like, buddy, he chops his buddy clean in half <laughs> with it. Like, literally, whenever that happened, whenever he killed anything with that sword, I'm like, there is no way nobody knows that there was this guy. Yeah, of course. It was the, the, it's a like sword. it's a monomolecular blade, and they make a big deal of it because there's only one of them. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. people know about. She's like, who'd you kill so to get like, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People are aware so of it. So like, if you kill anybody with that weapon, they don't have to do a report on it. They'd be like. Wow, oh, so has like, been here. That yeah. looks like a molecular cut. Like, <laughs> who the fuck? And what? Have done like, that? there's no, there's yeah, no Dexter's security cameras. looking at the blood splurt going. Yeah, I don't know why you brought me here. Look yeah. at this fucking. <laughs> why, why aren't there security cameras in this world too? Like, there's all this stuff. Oh, there's all this violence going on everywhere. Star like, Wars. The, the, well, yeah, but the, the Centurions also we know at this point aren't really enforcing the law. Anyway. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, they're just protecting. Like, clearly, uh, there, this is a law of this area. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, like that's the idea. It's the most minor level of law. They, yeah. they don't even have cops. They have they have hunter warriors and sentinels. Yeah, so the Centurions, but they don't do anything. They they establish that really early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But like the you know, centurions so, don't do anything but enforce. They just run around stomp, stomp puppies or nearly stomp puppies. They, they enforce the uh, hunter warrior stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it, Hugo it. goes makes his own problem for the sake of story and plot. Yeah. Not because it's logical or the thing the character would do. Yeah. Uh, instead of just running away, so he does this, which leads him into ha- into getting murdered by Marzipan, and. Uh, stabbed with the <laughs> keep using it keep using yeah, it yeah stabbed with the uniquely specific sword plus five there's sword, only one the vorpal blade the, the plus five vorpal blade yeah and okay fine so he gets his head shot off put it into a jacket and Alita <laughs> saves him yeah okay fine quote saves him quote yeah. saves him he gets a robot body and I, I love the uh, Amanda made the comment of you know, Amanda and I have been together for well over 10 years now. So, yeah. you know, love in yeah. relationships is a strong thing among us where we're used to the idea. Where he made clearly early on the statement of, if I had a robot body like yours, the first thing I would do would climb up the the, the, t- the tower, the, yeah. the rope yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, fine. That's fine. So the first thing he does when he wakes up with his new robot body is climb the tower. I'm like, okay, that fits the character. But at the same time, there in no way was there a, a, a tick in his head that said, maybe, just maybe. I should say a hello to the person I love. <laughs> B ask should you do you want to come with me? Yeah. And C you know at least let them know. Yeah, no, let's uh, fucking go no. balls out running no. up the yeah, giant. No, cable. I'm, I'm just gonna let insanity kick <laughs> in. Yeah. See, here's here's the thing that 
confused the shit out of me. So Ido was there making this guy's body. Yeah. yeah. So we know that he was there and just let him go. Yeah. Because. But let's look. Let's say for some reason. So what's Ido going to do? He's going to roll my well, body. He slipped out. Yeah. Okay. Maybe let's he just let's say out. that. No. But he hunts cyborg. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. That's a good, okay. that's a, yeah, he that's does. That's a good point. Yeah. First off, and he probably knows where the fucking off switch is. So <laughs> second. Okay. But on top of all of that, let's just say, okay, fine. Um, have you ever been in any kind of like physical therapy? Have you ever had your fucking body replaced? I don't think he's walking yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I, I was confused by that too. Because Much it shows him kind of stumbling climb. around a bit, but he's still running with this brand new body he's so never had before. It's either like the best fucking technology that looks like shit that I've ever seen. Yeah. Or B bullshit. Yeah, that, that's, that's it's so intuitive. Point. I didn't even take that into account. Yeah. Because like, even Alita had a hard time when she first got the new body. Yeah, but like, is, isn't there a period of time when you like wake up and you no longer have a human body and there's a period of time where like psychologically you have to come to terms with that? Yeah. And that yeah. probably takes a while. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, it definitely for Like see, you wake up so you 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 go you die and you fall asleep and but you, when you die, you you have like a penis, and then you wake up, and there's no more penis. See, that doesn't bother me because I'm a robot. Well, I can make what? a penis. But it would bother you because no. psychologically, you've no. been a human this whole time. I I, I can no. I, 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 actually, I, I'm gonna go with Adam. I, I, I really? can totally yeah. attach. I'd be tripping. I'd be like, "Where's my?" For where's once, my, my flesh, wife. My penis? Could, for once, my yeah. wife would be pleasured by me because I'd I'd have like the 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 the, the super yeah. elephant attach on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the, <laughs> the vibe master nine thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. I, I don't the care. The anti matter power dildo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, I the silver bullet that shoots silver bullets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I, I I would have no problem with that. I, I, to be fair, don't get me wrong. I would still have a moment of crises. Yeah. There would still be a moment of holy shit when I look down and everything you feel would be different and wrong yeah. and so on and yeah. so forth. So there would definitely be chaos, and I would definitely be confused, distraught, distraught. But after the long run, I'd go, I'm going to go get the Vibebot you'd 2000. Get, you'd get like, a metal dick. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm one of those guys that if someone offered me the opportunity to replace my entire body yeah. with an immortal one, with an immortal one, <laughs> effectively, and a, yeah. effectively, and a body, you know, if it was like, okay, every two days you had to go in for repairs, I'd go, I would want to get a better looking face. Yeah. Yeah, if I had. If well, I had the, the one guy did. Japan, yeah, yeah. Japan had a better Japan, face yeah. for a while. Yeah, so I, and the fact is, they still get to eat and they still get to taste the food. So it's not like, and they still get to feel. So yeah. they're there's not some really, kind of, yeah. There's some kind of tactile response. There's there. no loss there, it as far as I'm like concerned. It, no. no, it doesn't seem like it. There's no loss. So yeah. yeah, if someone offered me that, I'd have it in an instant. Yeah. So and then uh, Hugo dies, brutal death. And yeah, yeah, good. Great, great scene. No, great his death could have gone better. Um, Honestly, he was. You're saying he didn't die hard enough? Yeah. <laughs> That's oh my exactly god! If he, if he had jumped and then cut him, and then like his face face planted on the thing, and then rolled off really quickly, and like there was no actual interaction, I would have been like, no, awesome. I, I kind of <laughs> wanted to see the Hugo Plinko machine as he landed on all the buildings <laughs> as he fell. <laughs> I really needed that to feel satisfied about that character. <laughs> would have been even better. Wouldn't he just landed on the trash pile though? Um, no. No, well, because they were point, on the edge yeah, of the, the yeah, courts yeah, are on yeah, like, the edge okay, of the city. Okay. Oh, that's the right. Yeah, they can the do go kind of go to the edge of the city. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, awesome defense measure. <laughs> that, the, that the, ring, vertical, the, the vertical water? No, the rings that would come down and like oh, bust on Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, like, fence on the I was city, looking yeah. at them like, okay, first off, that's going to hit the bottom and then where does it go? <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so let's just say it, it goes back, back up, presumably. I assume it goes yeah, back up. It must come back. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, 
Okay, so this is not the best thing, because first off, you could just electrify these fucking cables. Yeah. It's like, okay, somebody's on there. Shock. Electrified. Yeah, See yeah. ya. But I was like, okay, that's cool. It's cool. Well, I think the electrification might take too much power or something, whereas the blades, it's really just start the rotation. And send it down. Gravity just pulls yeah. it. And then, that's true. And then you just have like a cable on the inside of that cable, like a, like a ski lift that pulls it back up. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Or you have a couple up there or whatever. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Messed up the angels. Yeah. 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 yeah so, I'm actually amazed that messed up the angels because you would think that the angels who. Would have perfect, a, a grapple shot or a jetpack. Not even that, but. Or a plane I, that could land on a floating city. I don't know. Alita is like, <laughs> hey, jump over the blades. There is a bunch. There was a scene where they got fucked by the blades the first time. And what do they do? They actually hit the deck. They hit the deck. I'm like, yeah, during the invasion, jump, yeah. Jump. Jump. Why are you hitting the deck? Oh, maybe they're... At first, I was like, oh, maybe they're hitting the deck because maybe what I'm not seeing, because it's happening quickly, yeah. is that maybe there's a gap that I'm not seeing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, between the blades and... The, like, oh, okay, they're clearly just no, getting underneath just the blades. And then they didn't do that, and they died. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what? Uh, those, those jump. Bla- okay, yeah, those blades weren't even moving that fast, first off, because if you're watching it, you can easily see, like, the different uh, areas. So I'm like, why didn't... Like, these, like, super well, reflex-based characters nearly jump cle- through clears them. one, yeah. and he's got, like... A crap cybernetic body that he's had for like 17 minutes, and he almost clears it. Yeah. So certainly the angels could have cleared it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah there, there was a lot of suspension disbelief in this movie. They were they were too used to moon jumping. Now they're, <laughs> now they're on Earth, and jumping is different. You can't jump on Earth. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Oh, it's just more well, heavy. All dead. <laughs> yeah, it's just more dead ha- heavy ground. So, yeah, man, Alita Battle Angel. I'm digging it. Uh, obviously, they set it up unabashedly for a sequel as they pan up to frickin' Ed Norton taking off his goggles and revealing that oh, he's yeah. actually Ed Norton Nova I the whole time. I hate that. Let, let's not complete a complete story. And, that and movie left me with blue balls. She literally takes the sword, points it up at him, and looks in his direction. Now, she's, like, miles away down in this city looking up at the floating city. I want your competition. Apparently, she knows he's there, and they're staring at each other from afar. I, I love the idea of, uh, oh, if you get to become a champion, you get to go up to the city. That's your gift to becoming a champion. Yeah. When really this Nova character can just go, yeah, the rules have changed that don't, you don't allow Yeah, that. exactly. Like it just that, yeah, cuts yeah. the whole that's problem what I, yeah. That's what I assume was, is going to happen, right, if they do a second movie. Like, that'll be like, or it'll be like, welcome to the city. We're taking your weapon and your body because you were actually trying to destroy us 300 years ago. And here's a new, like, harmless body. Yeah, yeah. life. Yeah, 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 and it's like like there's so many things we're, that we're like, going to take your old body and duplicate the technology and or, make more. Yeah, of it. yeah like yeah. a thousand. There's Why like a thousand he? fucking Why things, he? Yeah. and they're like, it's like there's there's too much lore that hasn't been established about yeah. this world yeah. that we just don't know about. And like they're talking it's about like clearly evil. been in, like uh, ticked on. Yeah, but no more than that. Yeah, and I was like, there's a lot of moments where I was like, before it's revealed that the, there was humans up there and that they have come down like the doctor and whatnot, where I was like. I'm actually imagining that that city is not a city at all. It's just a huge factory for this fucking crazy scientist. And yeah. I was like all psyched about it. And I was like, oh, it's a city. Yeah. So that's it, man. That's Elite Battle Angel. We'll wait for the sequel and follow up then. So looking forward to it. So Yeah, yeah man. So that's uh, the end of Ronan Geek and Fish Podcast, episode 33. So we are on Patreon. Please consider donating so we can take care of this and future projects. Uh, we're on Patreon.com uh, slash official. You can hit us up on there. Even as little as $1 or $2 would be great. We do plan on producing some content just for that, though, for Patreon subscribers in the future. But first, we'd like to see some subscribers. So we'll take that as, as a win once that happens. We're on Twitter at Geekery. We're on Facebook.com slash News. We're on YouTube at uh, Official. 
So you can visit the gents from uh, Ronin Geek Official Podcast, so ourselves, at Windsor Comic Con, September 21st to 22nd. We'll keep talking about it here. I do have the uh, site linked for Windsor Comic Con and tickets in, in the episode description below. If you scroll down, you will see that. Uh, the podcast is now available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, CastBox, and pretty much everywhere else. So you can pretty much find us anywhere you find podcasts, which is pretty convenient. Uh, let's see. If you have any corrections or topics you'd like to suggest or feedback you'd like to give, please write us at Ronin geekofficialpod at gmail.com Rob's new favorite email address our partners we have the shit we say pod another podcast uh, with some crazy kids out of Windsor Ontario and they're talking some shit up man they're talking it up like crazy so you can check that out if you want some extra entertainment audio suplex live uh, wrestling podcast out of Toledo and Ajax Rocks on Mixer partner of the pod longtime partner Rona Geek Facebook page and he's on Mixer.com slash Ajax Rocks with two X's at the end Ooh, did I miss anything? God damn it was everything. Sweet. Alright guys, well this is Alex signing off and Adam. Alright, thank you guys. Thank you.